Welcome to Warhammer, the grim world of perilous adventure. We present The Enemy Within, the classic campaign from Games Workshop for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. While the time of Sigmar has passed into legend, and the orcish hordes are still held in check, a new threat has emerged within the Empire. But this threat is far more menacing, because instead of a direct confrontation, it is an unseen force creeping through the cracks of the human spirit, turning one corruptible soul at a time towards its insidious plague. Join a motley group of inexperienced fortune seekers as they embark on an adventure for fame and personal gain. But this journey will bring them face to face with the denizens lurking just beneath the surface of the old world. Will they be able to pry off the mask that obscures the truth? Or will their inevitable descent into death and madness be too quick, leaving the true story untold? Join us as we begin The Enemy Within. You guys started by going up into the tower to track down Marguerite, and there was this room with uh, buckets of the pieces of different corpses. There was a, a table with some science experiment on it uh, in the center of the room was divided by a big bookshelf. Uh, you um, kind of got in there and there were these corpses that started to wake up as you entered the area and uh, Nigel, who could still fly, peeked over the uh, peeked over the bookshelf that separated the two halves of the rooms and saw that uh, Marguerite was waking up this uh, um, hideous creature that was the amalgamation of a bunch of body parts from all of her victims, and she was waking it up by having lightning strike it through the ceiling on this uh, kite that she had up there. Anyway, so kind of Zed dashed around, and she had this feeble mind spell that uh, um, she cast on him, uh, and Nigel threw the gray uh, canister that created this huge smoke cloud right where the warp stone was, and... uh, the uh, the creature started to wake up just as uh, Nigel went down there, grabbed the warp stone with these uh, uh, big gloves, and flew out through the ceiling. Uh, and then, um, let's see. So you guys were so beat up that it was mostly a, a fight of trying to stay alive and stay away from her and the creature and let Nigel take care of it. So he escaped with the warp stone. You guys kind of took down one or two of the zombies and then fled as the creature came after you uh, and recouped or regrouped, sorry, um, down outside the building. Uh, there the uh, rebels had br- brought back the um, that lead lined box and you guys carried it out to the to the ship that is down below. Um, Let's see. So then the next morning, you guys kind of saw off the the rebels and uh, headed out of there. Um, and you arrived in Camperbad, where you did some trading, some gambling. Um, Brutus kicked some ass at gambling and tapped the bass at the whorehouse. <laughs> nice. That's right. <laughs> they found. 
I'm sure Tom did some ass too. <laughs> uh, so you did some shopping and set sail to uh, Altdorf. Um, on the way, you encountered this uh, small village called Heiss, and there were four men that were uh, hanged outside. Um, they had brooches with a or brooches with a uh, a wolf insignia on them. Uh, you stayed there for a night, and you sailed on to Altdorf. Uh, when I snagged those wolf insignias. Right. That was the last thing we did, right? We just arrived at Altdorf. Yeah, so you just arrived at Altdorf. Um, and the king is dead, yes. Ding so dong, the king is dead, the wicked king. Alright, so that that concluded um, Death on the Reich. And uh, I kind of went over my notes and things, and I saw a couple of things that I had missed. And so, some of them good, some of them less than good for you guys. Uh, and, but, so I just wanted to knock those out before we start the next uh, chapter in the adventure. Sure. Um, so the uh, the first one is that I was kind of going over the experience that I gave you guys, and I thought that uh, there's really no experience in there for you know kind of taking down the Wittgensteins. Like that was really the Marguerite experience. So I decided to be a very generous GM and retroactively award you the 30 experience for taking her down, even though. You guys didn't actually do it. The Caven certainly did her in after you left. But uh, we were engineers of the demise. Yeah. So quickly mark it down before I change my mind. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, the second thing is that I had this chart worked out where I was going to give you guys corruption points based on how long you guys stayed in Wickendorf. And uh, so I went over the journal, and you guys were there from the 25th through the 30th, um, but I knocked off some time because you spent some of it uh, in the rebel camp, which was not infested with chaos. And you guys ended up pretty much near the bottom of my chart, uh, which is a good thing. Um, and so the result is that you just need to make one toughness test. It has minus 10. Uh, failure gives you a single corruption point. Um, and you can't use fortune points for this because this is sort of a test over an extended period of time. And Fortune points kind of regenerate. Fail. Succeed. Which is good. Succeed. Would be immune. I'm I'm at 5.4 now. Okay. 5.57. And then... I got a lot of incentive. I got like two last week. I, yeah, I'm... I'm really glad I didn't get that corruption point. And then... Lastly, for removing the warp stone from the, the clutches of the Skaven and the Wittgensteins, I'm going to award you all half of a fate point. Sweet. Uh, for your Sweet. good deeds. Since I already had a half fate point. Round yep. Five. Yep, me too. So I'm just back up to the one. Back up to that many. <laughs> Four. <laughs> All right. And so I spent that full fate point. Oh, three. And it was very clutch fate. No, point. you're at four, aren't no, you? I'm at, I'm at three. Oh, you're at three. No, I spent the full to like win, right. win the day. Right. Okay. And so then, as we as we end one chapter and, and move into the next, I thought I'd just kind of go over this campaign in general with you guys for a moment. So the um, the chapters in the Enemy Within are there's the introductory chapter. It's also called sort of the Enemy Within, also. 
um, which is kind of like the beginning through when you confronted Adolphus on the boat. Um, that's the first one. Then there's Shadows over Bogenhofen. There's Death on the Reich, which is really three chapters in one. There's the uh, part on Grissenwald. There's the part in the Barren Hills. And there's the part in Wickendorf. Um, then the next two chapters after that are called The Power Behind the Throne and Something Rotten in Kislev. And I decided to skip those two chapters because... So the campaign's over. I decided to skip them both. I mean, I played through both of those as as a player, and I didn't particularly like them that much. Honestly, Death on the Reich was my favorite chapter, and we never played the chapter that you were about to play. Um, but we played through both of those, and I didn't think they really added that much to the plot. And I don't know, I just I wasn't a big fan. Uh, something Rotten and Kids Love gets terrible reviews, and well, a lot of people do like Power Behind the Throne. I didn't care much. Are they for saying it. it's too easy? Because if they're saying that, then I say that. Rotten and Kislev is just—it's just meaningless. Like it doesn't hold together. Like the rest of the campaign kind of makes sense, and it has this sort of plot that goes through it. I think Rotten and Kislev is just like you just—you go to Kislev, and so I don't we, know why, and then you come back, and it's like why was I there, like, and it's we like did it and get the experience. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And a fate point. So we're all at another advanced career. Yeah. <laughs> We've already like done all the training. For it. You know, you guys definitely don't need it uh, experience-wise. I think you know the. I mean, this this um, the campaign is written for the version one characters who don't get fortune points, and that definitely makes a difference. Uh huh. Seems like you guys. I have to. I have to ramp up the bad guys. I've noticed from the what? original. No. Are you kidding? Stuff. Anyway, maybe it's because you guys kicked out. I think I think most DMs have to ramp up just with our group. Yeah, I think every DM has to ramp up. Yeah, but yeah. you've got this is a very savvy group of players in general. So. Yeah. Come oh, on. you guys have been doing really well. I mean, <laughs> it's a terrible. Negotiation. I remember there was a, I remember a particular ambush where the three guards in full plate didn't get off an attack. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, anyway, so I also think, you know, we've been playing this campaign a while. We don't need to go through those two chapters. Sure. And they're not that great anyway. So, we're on the final chapter. It's called The Empire in Flames. Clearly a good omen. No, not so much. Um, yeah, it depends on how much you like the Empire. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Probably not so good to try. Uh, you get it's many times. kind of like an opportunity for that. Uh, I've, I've reworked the plot kind of toward the end of it to make it so that we don't have to... No, there's no need to... No time no, no, no skipping ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm also kind of changing things a little bit, so if there's any Warhammer purists amongst you, probably not. <laughs> Maybe people listening to the recording. I'm changing the campaign a bit away from the sort of canon of what happens in Warhammer Fantasy roleplay. And honestly, Empire of Flames already does that. So, you know, official Warhammer canon, the Emperor doesn't die. And so, but... Empire and Flames, you know, bought it up, so kills them off. Kills them off, so it's like, well, what's the... I thought the Empire Emperor already died well, a while ago. Well, you don't know exactly when he died, but uh, that yet. But anyway, the, the book already goes away from the canon, so I'm taking it even farther away from the canon of, of Warhammer um, to kind of wrap up some loose ends that are out there. And uh, so, anyway, if I don't think anybody really cares, but just a point of note. So um, did we arrive in Altar from the first day of Summer's Day? I believe so, yeah. It should say on the my on the last one. Wait, really? That just seems no, no, no. insanely fortuitous. I'm looking at the notes. No, right here. 
That, that's not the last. This is the last. I thing. expect. Oh. Uh, I expect adjustments for arriving on. Oh Sunday no! I guess we arrived there on Sigmar's site thirty-three. Okay. What sort of adjustments might that be? In the positive direction. <laughs> Everyone feels great. Spring's here. All right. And then as we enter the final chapter, I thought I'd read a few more listener comments because they were cool. And honestly, we get all really good reviews. I think it's because if you don't like it, you're just going to stop listening and <laughs> have a review. But that's not true. There's the internet hate machine. They'll be like, yeah. Like Thanks to those cool. of you on Prince Edward Island who have nothing better to do. And they don't have the patience to listen to one of our episodes. Yeah, it takes like, <laughs> I mean, they're like three hours long. So, yeah. you know, you just... <laughs> Yeah. How, how would you? I think if they stuck with us this long, they probably do it for a reason. Yeah, yeah, if they're listening to episode, I've hated you since like, day one. Episode, you never get better. We're on episode thirty, and they're all three hours long. I totally it's like ninety hours of more than a dozen. What the hell? I wish we got Hulu. We put out like a lot of. Like hours, don't we? Nine, ninety, 90 hours. hours. I'm only giving you this is a relatively short hours. It is. This is a relatively short campaign too. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, just a few comments. Uh, someone named Mithras says, "I have to say, I've been enjoying your podcast for quite some time, and now I and you couldn't have picked a better adventure to use. I'm happy to hear you guys again. I haven't listened to the Shadowrun podca- podcast yet, but I look forward to it." Also, I look forward to seeing Zed eventually get his repeating crossbow. <laughs> yeah! Cheers from Vancouver, Canada. All right, awesome. time to party kill Zed right now. <laughs> 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 it can't happen. All right, roll initiative. I don't know, that's about to roll the crossbow. I think that guy maybe sold it you know, to somebody else. If uh, Zed gets the repeating crossbow, he's going to jump the shark. Yeah, it will. <laughs> Are you holding down and I'll break it in front of him? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hacking into bits. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, DJ Peterson said, I wanted to let you guys know how much I enjoy listening to your podcast. Thanks so much for the trouble you take to record and release these sessions. The group is awesome and presents some of the best insight into Warhammer into the Warhammer world on the net. I hope you guys can fit it in your busy, busy schedules to continue playing. You all rock. Thanks, DJ Peterson. Yeah. Um, and lastly, Richard Reynolds says, I love this series. Listening to the successive episodes not only got me into this particular campaign, but also helped me as a newbie GM settle into the role. The players all have a wonderful chemistry together, and this is sure to remind any RPG player of his gaming group at some level. And the antics are nothing short of hilarious. <laughs> Despite the length, rarely do any of the episodes drag on in any one place. Can't wait for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. There's definitely been a, a drag or two here and there. Sometimes so, anyway. Um, so, also since it's been like, what, three weeks since we played last, um, I thought I'd just kind of give you a quick refresher on some of the old rumors that you'd heard leading up to uh, the, the current events. Um, you heard that there was an assassination on the Prince of Talibic land, and then this armed conflict began brewing between Sturland and Talibic land. Uh, those are two provinces kind of just to the east of the Reichland. Um, uh, the last you heard was that there was sort of armies kind of near the border, and they had some small skirmishes against each other. Uh, you also heard from quite a few sources that the followers of Ulrich and Sigmar had been attacking each other. 
Um, most recently at that town, the uh, heist, you uh, sell those corpses. Um, and uh, and then also there were the rumors about um, the emperor and his son. Remember, his son's name is uh, Wolfgang Franz, Crown Prince. Uh, and there were rumors that he was an imbecile and he shouldn't be allowed to take over as emperor. Uh, and because of that, they were keeping him cooped up in that castle right guard so no one could see him. Uh, there were also rumors that uh, not only was he stupid and unfit to rule, but that he was a mutant, and uh, that's why no one had seen him in a long time. Uh, and uh, based on what we then, I'm kind of like to top that to top that all off. There was this imperial edict that said that uh, mutants were now no longer to be you know killed on sight in the empire. Um, ah, that edict was like a really long time ago. Yeah, if I remember. <laughs> Reminding you guys, because it I was mean, in the middle of death on the right. Yeah, it was more of a suggestion than an edict. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what and then ha- and it was more of a toilet no paper sense. for triads than an edict. And then lastly, there was this talk that uh, that the emperor Paul Franz he was very ill, and people were kind of fearful of what the consequences of his death might be. Because there was the you know the rumors that his son was kind of unfit to to rule. So anyway, and then I was also just going to reread the last handout that you got from Atelka just because it could be important. Um, so there was so the handout. This is one you found on her after you killed her, and it says that uh, my dearest Atelka, it seems like it was only yesterday when I was on my deathbed in Nome. But how far we have come! We have mastered death, and soon we will master all life within the Empire as well. Uh, Castor and I have been successful in our efforts in the north. When the end of days comes, all of our seeds will sprout with vigor and their vines will twist and strangle the empire from within while we smash it from without. Let this letter serve as your commands for the next few months. First, you must follow up on your information regarding the shooting star. If that object exists, its power will be immense when it is within our grasp. Do turn your eyes to the north on the midnight of the 30th day. You guys all bear witness to the coming of the end of days that he um, talked about. And then he says... Meet me in Altdorf early in Summersight. Uh, hopefully you can aid in our political efforts in Altdorf, and the last gasps can be choked from this dying empire. Okay. Well, yeah. um, so you guys arrived kind of just after sundown, and there was a strange bustling on the docks. Everyone seemed tense, uh, and they were kind of looking over their shoulder all the time. Um, and as you guys were tying up, you know, one of the dock hands said, uh, Have you heard? The Emperor is dead! Call Franz is no more! Have you heard? No. Oh, I shaved my head. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm not getting it out of time. That mutant bastard son of his can't rule the Empire! Uh, he says, you, you get the doc and let's see, he says, you watch your mouth. Uh, don't just be saying that anywhere. Uh, just shut up and dock our... Yeah, a uh, mutant bastard son. He's got a lot of soldiers working for him, Triax. You know, just saying. I'd hope that any soldier worth his boots would not follow a mutant to battle. Well, you'd be wrong. Did we already pay our docking fee? No, not yet. Um, okay. You can kind of see up ahead that the streets are very kind of bustling. Even though the sun's gone down, there's still kind of ambient... Sounds uh, like a good time to make a buck. light. Uh, and so the streets are the streets are sort of bustling. No one's really gone home. There's oh, this, yes. this talk, there's rumors kind of you know, being shouted out first. and over well, here. Well, the time is right. People have uh, repeating crossbows to buy. All right, well, we'll 
You want to start off by making some gossip checks? Sure. We've got three different types of goods. Oh, that's seven so, degrees of success. I can... Without the Empire expenses, um, the Empire is going to collapse, the, and the, the, uh, will be the rules on trading are just very, very slightly different down. with the with the death of the Emperor. Um, if you make the haggle test, uh, all the goods have plus ten percent to their value instead of the normal plus five. Wait, say that again. So normally Stop you haggle with the merchant who you sell them to. Yeah. And if you win the opposed haggle roll, you get plus five percent to the uh, to the value of your goods. But now it's plus ten. Wait, what does oh. gossip do? It gives you. Gossip gives you. Pl- you find the right merchant, you get plus twenty to test it right. against him. So okay. what are you doing? I'm haggling. He's gossiping. No, for what? For the stuff First for the gossiping. Okay. I made so the gossip test. You made one gossip test. You have to make three. Oh. Well, what you do the sell sales one is that make it. Make it. Okay. Because this is more efficient. Okay, uh, now make three opposed title tests. You made all three? Made all three gossip tests. Alright, so you have plus 20 to all three of these tests. Okay. You got, you're the haggler, right? Well, well I, I'm a haggler, but I think doesn't the same... I raised my haggle by, like, a lot. Oh, you did? What's your fellowship now? 43. Oh, yeah, he's better than me now. Well, with evaluate, it's 44, but... So, yeah. he's not better than you. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> he made the effort. I'll give him the percentage. But I'm like raising mine by five. Like right now. It's my hundred experience. Fine, make the Hegel test. Alright, I make it. Because uh, my gossip buzz. isn't bad. Alright, zero I'm degrees. I'm fighting my dice. Right not and I can't all. read. Did you, was that with the plus 20? No, two degrees of success. Alright. I can't raise anything until I get my next. I'm raising my fellowship. Which is why I'm trying to do that now, but I realize in the sequence of events, this is probably happening. We're at the dogs. So we're on the first one, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, two degrees of success. Okay, you are successful. Uh, Again? Uh, Uh, One degree of success. You win. I can only step in for a spot haggle. Uh, four degrees of failure, you say. I'm at three degrees of failure. Okay, you are... That's not actually five degrees of failure. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. So, which ones did you make? That's four degrees of The first and the third. It's four one, the first and the third. Okay. Um, I now have a massive fellowship. Yeah, the one thing that the... Uh, Internet listeners don't know is that we have tables and charts and things. Do you explain this all to them? No, they just have all to right. figure just it out. Maybe one day I'll post these charts short cut, like yeah, to the website. So I think at the end of the campaign, yeah. that'd be great. Right. That's a good idea. Yeah. It, it works out to be an extra five percent over what the chart says. So I'm just going to add it on to the end because I don't want to forget. Adding 10%, you should be able to do that in your head. Didn't want to take the risk. No. Ah, screwed up your precious chart. Sorry about that. Uh, if we, I thought we were going to do a lot more river trading. I'd probably remake it. Oh, well. Um, worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought.
looking at the book, and I think some of the images are kind of hilarious. It's like, really? You're a vampire hunter, and you're going at them with two daggers? Think that's going to work? Well, I think the one in his left hand might be at stake. Actually, you're right. So that one will work. Yeah. And then the dagger's just for fun, like to carve his name or his initials <laughs> or something. Yeah, you might as well discard the dagger. Well, right? like, I love how the veteran has forgot what it's like to be a veteran. He's like, oh, now I don the fancy lad. You know, like, he doesn't have, like, tried and tested, like, bad yeah, armor. Right. What's with he's, he's very, like, I'm almost a prince. Yeah, look at those pants, man. How is that a veteran's <laughs> pants? Yeah, a veteran is like... Alright, we need to write a letter to... Uh, Actually, if you read the description of the veteran, he's kind of the guy that's sick of fighting. He's been through it all, and he kind of doesn't want to do it anymore. So, he well, is where did the, he get the pants. Lad? Explain that. He's, he's earned the non-fighting pants. Yeah, oh. he's earned the non-fighting pants, yeah, and he well, wears veteran, them just to like... show, I belong in the back of the battalion. Because <laughs> I'm wearing these pants. Alright, we're done selling stuff. Okay. okay. How much did you? How much did you get? Uh, like total in this transaction, uh, about eighty-five gold. How much do we have total for the company? One hundred and eighteen point three. Wonderbar. What did we start with? <laughs> what did we start with? Yeah. We've split it up 80. a couple times. Oh. We had to pay. Also had to pay a lot for like boat repairs and modifications and right. stuff. So I'm just saying, after all of this trading, we've made like. So all the trading, basically like nothing. haggling on the boat, we've made about forty gold. And <laughs> and we've also but it's we've hard to make money like in this system unless you just spend your whole time sailing. Alan, all look through the gen- or look through the journal. We've definitely siphoned funds off of this before. Out of the company? I don't think so. Only for uh, repairs for the boat and docking fees. That's the only thing the company. I swear did. to God, we did it. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't swear to God. So, I take that back. <laughs> swear to Sigmar? I swear to non-caring entity. <laughs> well, God, best God spend the money before entity. the empire collapses and money is worthless. Well, I, think I gold agree. Will always be worth something. I agree with... Yeah, they're not printing money. This isn't... Uh... In the world of our new mutant overlords, whom I welcome, by the way, gold <laughs> is still valuable. Hey, you want to punch him in the face? Gold becomes very valuable in times of war. The point, right? Yeah, the point is, is like, fine, we find plate armor and mail armor everywhere. We find weapons everywhere. Gold is pretty meaningless to us because pretty much all we have to do is eat... But when the ship goes down, the most valuable stuff will be alcohol, yeah. which is we need to just load our crates up with alcohol. Ooh, I like that yeah. idea. <laughs> so people can drink themselves into oblivion. That's exactly No, right. I thought you were talking for us. Well, just load the ship up with booze. I think we can't sea. dip into the company stock every now <laughs> yeah. and then. Just be like, what mutants were at sea? Basically, moonshiners are going to rule the world. I don't disagree, uh, but I'm never buying uh, moonshine from a rat. I won't do that. Their methods aren't clean enough. Okay, so you guys are gonna are you guys gonna head to the town? What do you? Uh, I think Zed has an errand he wants to run. Uh, I eventually want to head back to the mage's tower, uh, the, uh, the celestial college, at some point. But I'm not in a big hurry. Um, yeah, I mean, their doors aren't generally just 
open after dark. But, uh, okay, so are the rest of you guys hanging out while I'll just get that an, heads off in the town? Or? I'll just get an in at the... No, 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 I would, like, like, uh, I would like you to help me gossip up a, uh, a vampire hunter. Did I already lend you the gold so, you needed? No, well... You need me to find you a I have 76 hunter? gold, I need 90 to buy the... Alright, so, so I need to lend you like just fifteen gold. Make it come out of company coffers or something. Like just say No, I'm lending you fifteen gold, me personally. Okay, fine. What a guy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I expect you to pay me back. I will totally do that. Right. I come by gold pretty regularly. Uh, you only need fifteen, right? Yep. Right. Might want like one or two more gold. He's giving me one. He's giving me one extra gold than I actually need. So I'll have one gold, five silver, and a copper. And a brass though, so you can just that that should make its money back. All right. So I'm assuming these, uh, like if if he makes a gossip check looking for a vampire hunter, like oh yeah, we heard about something. The way way I'm going to do it is everybody can assist you, so they can make gossip tests. If they succeed, you'll get a plus ten for each one of them that succeeds. Okay, but mine is the primary. Yours is the primary. Forty-eight. Wow, I rolled a seventy-seven and that barely succeeds. You're gonna have to spend like let's we're gonna have to role play this out. Like, don't make the gossip tests yet. Oh, it might not end up happening today. Uh, So I walk up to the bum. It's like, are you a vampire hunter? No. That's you know where a vampire hunter is? No? Okay. Damn right I'm a vampire hunter. <laughs> Alright, trade my friend here. Well, no, so I figure the ways of tracking down a vampire hunter is like... Why don't we start with a crossbow? Vampire crossbow. Why? Why should I buy something that I'm not qualified to use? Why? If you don't I'd rather it, have the 76 gold. <laughs> I haven't taken the gold from you. Yeah, you have. I just gave it to you. Now let's go buy the crossbow. Fine, I give it back. I'm not... I right, something you I don't crossbow. need. You wouldn't want it on pure coolness factor alone. <laughs> no. You can use it without. But didn't you, you like invest? Didn't you already pay the guy like a bunch can, of money? You have no, money, 20 you bucks. It's skill, not that much. 20 gold is a lot. Failure chance. No, it's not that much. Yeah. Alright. Okay. What do you want to do? I want to see if we can find a guy first. I might still end up all right, paying you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, All right. You're going to bust into town and start asking after dark after bad fire hunters. I mean, you, you can do that. That's fine. Um, okay, so you guys, if you want to head into like the center of town where like, the streets are really full. Do, do, what, do any of us know anything about vampire hunters? No, I'm like, no, I'm not he does, going though. to. I spent time in Sylvania though. Yeah, I'm oh, not okay. going to head into so the center of town and start ringing like, the bell. wandering into town and asking people. No, I'm going to go to typical like look for the bars near the graveyards because tomb robbers typically hang out at bars near graveyards and they might know a thing or two. I, I assume and, a gossip test. You know, you're 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 going to you know people who would know these sort of things based mm-hmm. on your previous connections in other cities and uh, asking them, you know, hey, do you know anyone from Sylvania? And if they say yes, they say, well, is that, you know, does he uh, carry a repeating crossbow? And then, no, I know, don't ask. That's kind of how you would go about it. Yes, just, you know, indeed. Try so, to track down someone probably from Sylvania would be your first would be your first uh, order of business. And right, once, to... once you find some Sylvania... I've been waiting for you to do a Romanian accent anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm know, not going to... I actually experimented with that uh, <laughs> earlier this week. And I, the thing is, before this 
campaign. I never did a Russian accent, and so you know, but I, I mean, I kind of did like rounders impressions every right, a while. Right, but that right. was the extent. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of picked though. up the Russian accent, and now if I try to do Romanian, it just immediately slipped into the Russian. So I, I can't do Romanian. It's like I lost it. Like I kind of used to have you know the Dracula sort of. That's what thing. I, I just lost it. it like, Start playing like Grand Theft Auto. Or something. I, think I don't think the Romanians. The Romanians no, they're Serbian. They get they're lumped into the Russians all the time, even though they hate that. But you know. Yeah, I'm so sorry for a Romanian listener. If you want, uh, yeah, my Romanian accent sounds just like my Russian accent. <laughs> so yes, that's the idea: is that right. you start asking around the right establishments and see. Hey, right, that's why yeah. this is not you know an easy you know thing to do. But anyway, so you you want to head into kind of center of town and then start branching out and and doing that. Uh, if is that's that where you're wrecking, or like, my head, head off to some bars where those people might be. That yeah, sort of thing. I mean, because I used to be these people. Right. Okay, and so you're going to accompany him. Sure. Is anyone else going with these guys, or are you guys? I'll buy else? your drinks. Excellent. <laughs> uh, sure, I'll accompany him. He's going to need my gold at some point. <laughs> okay, Trax, are you going to go with the group, or okay. do you have some other business? I wasn't, but I will, even though I'm more of a hindrance than, <laughs> than anything else when looking for people to tell you stuff that you want to know. Well, you no, no, you just, in all references, you're the muscle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, you could, you could instead of making a gossip test, maybe, like, intimidate. Exactly. Like, you tell me what it is, or you can get some of this. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So there, there you go. That's Forget gossip. Just go with intimidate. Word in the oh, right? right? Um, okay. As you guys, as you guys head in, you have to go like elbow your way through the the throngs of people. No one seems to be, you know, just heading off to bed uh, this time of night. And you know, you hear kind of as as you're passing through the streets, you know, the emperor's dead, or no, the, the electors are dead, and, and stuff like, uh, um, you know, the uh, um, you know, the world is ending, and um, the crown prince is dead. Just all sorts of uh, wow. So crap there's like that and lots of confusion. Yeah. Um, and as uh, you guys kind of go down the uh, the streets, uh, Brutus, you can make a perception test. Fail. This is opposed. So give me your five degrees of failure. Five degrees of failure. Okay. Um, There's a dude walking right behind you, like grabbing your balls. <laughs> <laughs> he gives him. The There's a dwarf <laughs> shadowing you. <laughs> okay. Um, you kind of feel something on your leg. And then you look down and it's gone. You're like, what the heck was that? Okay. That's all I'll give you with the... Uh, I think I'm just going to breathe. And uh, you feel something's like different about what you're carrying. Oh, fuck. Alright, check my... Is my purse there? So you put your hand where your coin purse should be. It's not there. Oh, fuck. Alright, I turn around and like look down um, the street. You can make a second perception test. This one's Do difficult. you alert this us? One's, this one's difficult. You have minus 20. If this can happen to me, I don't want this shit to happen. Uh, 26, 46. Yeah, okay, I make it. Okay, uh, you see somebody, just, you catch a glimpse of him. Uh, he's, was right behind you, and he's like, running into the crowd in that direction. Right. Looks suspicious. I start sprinting towards him. Okay. 
Alright, you guys are walking along, and Brutus kind of turns around, and then he starts sprinting into the crowd. And doesn't him. say a goddamn thing. Brutus? You gonna shout anything as, after you're, as you're chasing him? Thief! Alright, he's shouting thief or something along All right. lines. That I would piss me off. Uh, it's still there. Okay. I check my coin purse. <laughs> yes, your guys is still there. Okay. Um, okay, so you can make... Okay, you make an agility test to uh, run through the crowd. And so it's Ooh, that looks like a good roll. I make it. He makes it as well. Okay, you can still see him up ahead. He's dodging through the crowd. Um, and he's heading, kind of making it through the line as he can. Another one? Yep. He makes this as well. I uh, don't make it. All right. Um, you you kind of run into somebody as you're um, as you're dodging through the crowd. You can make a perception test. Fail. Standard difficulty. Alright, you lose him in the crowd. You don't know where he went. Some of it. <laughs> How much money did you have on you? 13 crowns. 13 crowns. And 16 copper. Or 16 shillings. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily that you'd have all of it in your coin purse. That's like for your, um, you know, your, you know, for your transactions, basically. Like, if you had 100 crowns on you, it wouldn't, like, all be in your coin purse. Okay. Right? So... Um, but your coin purse is I'll say that sack. Alright, 2d6 of them are in your coin purse. Nine of them. Right. Do you want to cut the shilling? 2d6 shillings? Don't worry about Alright. So I lost nine. I lost nine gold shillings. Actually, the shillings are probably definitely in the coin purse, right? Whatever. I know. I'm not, I won't rob you anymore. Um, okay, so, uh, alright, so you guys head off to the first, to the first place and you start, uh, making, making, uh, inquiries about, uh, Sylvania. Um, you know, at first, there's, uh, kind of no response and you guys head back into the street to continue your, your, your gossiping and you start to hear, uh, shouts coming and they say, uh, clear the streets! Clear the streets! There's an imperial order of a curfew! Everyone off the streets! And there's a bunch of guardmen that are kind of walking. Yeah. Uh, What's the nicest inn within visual range? <laughs> um, yeah, you're, you're in a pretty busy part of town. There's like a couple of institutes from you want to choose like the nicer one. The nicer area. one, definitely. Okay. Um, sure. It's called the... Uh, Called the Garden Inn. All right, I make a beeline for it. Okay. Yeah, I'll follow. Sure. All right. Um, you guys head in, and uh, there's there's some tables that are available. There I go up to the innkeeper. Um, the there's sort of a large common room, and like a bartender is is right there. There's a couple of uh, you know ser- serving women who are. Bustling around, you want to go to the bartender or one of the serving women? I'll go to the bartender and I'll okay. say, um, Excuse me, sir, are you the innkeeper as well? Don't listen bartender? to him. Give me the strongest drink available right now. He, uh, make a layer at you. He, he starts to pour while he says, well, What was that, sir? Are you the innkeeper as well as the bartender? Uh, yes, I, I do, uh, I do keep the, uh, the records here. Um, we're going to require, uh, two rooms. I kind of look around at you guys. Yes. Two rooms, please. Uh, he looks down. For the night. He looks down at the ledger. He says, uh, "Yes." Uh, uh, he says, uh, 
Nine shillings apiece. Oh. All right, the party will cough it up. How's that drink coming? I've had a bad day so far. <laughs> he uh, he pours you a uh, kind of a clear a clear uh, alcohol that's poured into a small glass. Not a shot, but it's. I just uh, like slam it, slam it down. All right, make it up this one. 97. God, I'm just rolling so bad. <laughs> You're like... You get about two-thirds of it down and you start coughing. <coughs> you spit about a quarter of it out like across the bar and start, oh my start wiping it. The bartender kicks out his rag and he starts wiping it down. You have like another quarter left in your glass. That you <laughs> You're to, such a You have to kind of sit down to, to finish off the glass. So, uh, you have uh, to the strongest drink here. I thought, you, uh, I thought you'd be able to get that down. Brutus... If only uh, my words were so superficial. Uh, 40% chance of weed. Yes. In fact, the <laughs> zero one. They have quite a bit of mead. Right. He pulls out this, this, this big cask. He says, oh, I've been waiting for someone to like, <laughs> order me. It's been a while. Really fine vintage. I'd like a glass, please. All right. Uh, the, the mead is five pence. So is the hard alcohol. Alright, uh, I'll, I'll order another drink. Just to I'll look around and gauge this. Like uh, spend up chilling. Coffee or espresso? Espresso. Um, do they have steam they technology? I mean, steam is what you need like for espresso. Tall, non-fat, no yeah. uh, not espresso. Uh, coffee was uh, kind of an Arabic drink at that time. It would be like just not completely coffee. unheard of, but you yeah. probably need to go to like an like an Arabic inn. Okay. You know what? Or maybe journey to Araby. <laughs> so yeah, I ask for coffee, and the guy goes oh. Bogenhofen. Yeah, that's right. If you that, so, what do people there. tea? Of the few places. People drink tea then? No, tea is uh, tea is even more rare than coffee. So, what do people drink when they want to pick me up? They don't. It's it's sort of, Watch it's, it's sort of an do they eat something? Is there a root? <laughs> Uh, well, they the, the tobacco, tobacco, tobacco has been introduced from the New World, and so there is some there. You can't. There's a reason why the spice stimulants. trade like made the Portuguese rich. Is there like any kind because of because none of this stuff was available in Europe. I guess not. Well, I'm just asking. I'm like, what? There's no way I can get high right now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I would like some Mary J. Yeah. They don't have like opium. Uh... Oh, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm looking for accelerants. Yeah, I'm looking for South America. Opium was like around Roman times. Come on. Oh, was it? No. I don't want to take opium. opium. Existed, yeah. It is part of. I think it's history, a. It, I believe it's an equatorial it. crop. It, Mediterranean, but uh, you couldn't get it uh, as a commoner until the 19th century, really. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, the the opium war era. Well, so, alright. Anyway. Uh, yeah, getting high off of things beside alcohol is, was kind of a challenge. That Are there any? I mean, maybe, maybe there were uh, you like herbalists a, who had found their own, um, you know, mind altering altar, things. I was just asking. It's not common. Yeah, there, there are drugs that uh, are made by apothecaries. But yeah, I'm not they're dangerous and very No, addictive. I'm looking for the, like, coffee variety or tea variety. I'm not looking for, like, speed or cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, tobacco is, is probably your only bet. And it's not common, but it exists. 
Okay, well, I'll look I into that. They'll do a specialty store. I got this. Herb, I, I still got this herb cigar that I bought from that uh, herbalist. Oh, probably, right. no, it's in your coin purse. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, really? It'll probably get you hot. No, I mean you. Uh, yes, you really got a cigarette of something? Yes. Some kind oh, of we found somebody who likes fake Newtons. Have as many as you want. <laughs> there you go. Take all four. <laughs> Everybody just wants one. <laughs> Fig Newtons, they're never a bad gift because everyone enjoys just one. <laughs> That's what we said about Tim's Cascade Jalapeno, is that uh, it's great because you don't overeat the chips. You know, you have hmm. three or four know. chips and you're like, you know, I'm good for an hour. I think they're pretty addictive. <laughs> I, yeah, I can grub down on some... Alright, so do you, do you want a seat at the at the at the, the dining tables? Uh, I kind of look around and gauge the atmosphere first. Uh, it's the place is about half full. It seems like a pretty decent establishment. You did go to the better one of the of the two that you saw there. Is there any uh, gambling going on? Uh, no, there's no gambling. Is there a man oh, sitting in the corner start, like, whittling get a, a game <laughs> with like nope. black yeah, bats like chirping yeah, around his head? And there was that time when you guys were uh, uh, in, two in sets of dice and a two and a deck of cards. Is that what you're referring to, or are you just? I guess that's exactly what kind of test would it be to try to get a game going? Would it be like a fellowship test or uh, a gossip? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be based on fellowship. You want to? It would be kind of like if you want to like you want to stand up, and yeah. like, or like, go to each no, person, I, like go to a table and like kind of talk to them. That sort of thing. It would be sort of like public speaking. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, do you have any of those skills? I have. You know, even. Charm. I have intimidate. Play <laughs> <laughs> with me. I have command. I can. <laughs> like fireman him in the guy's face. I have consume alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that. I have consume alcohol. I and have gossip. charm. If that would make. And I have a really high fellowship. What are you guys trying to accomplish? I just want to meet a Slovenian. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the getting up the gambling game going to you. I would be happy to play, but. Okay, right. that motivated. So I guess it will just be against your fellowship score. If that's uh, all right, I'm kind of slurring my speech. Um, let me see if I'll maybe think about a bonus or a penalty. Um, it's kind of based on the attitudes um, of of the folks in the end. I'm going to give you a, a minus twenty. I want to like act drunk, and so like people will see oh. that like I'll be easy money. All right, we'll see how well you do it. You're not really drunk yet. You only have one drink, so make a fellowship. But I want to see act how drunk. well you do it acting. Zero one, very well. All right, you you act the perfect drunk. A lot of experience <laughs> definitely comes in handy. Okay, you act a little a little spitting up in your right. own glass. I'll, I'll give you a plus ten for looking drunk. That would help. So I'm at minus. So I'm at minus minus ten. Uh, still fail. Uh, this doesn't seem like folks are interested. Um, there's uh, the um, serving woman comes around and. Uh, uh, they, they make me now. I look so drunk that they're gonna cut me off. It's gonna be awful. Um, she uh, she comes up and and uh, she she uh, says, "Would would you like a seat here?" And she kind of uh, I I look around and I kind of see she ha- she has like uh, she has um, like a plate of kind of appetizers. She says, uh, 
I'll, I'll look around and see if there's a table where it looks like there's some like traveling merchants or even local. I kind of want to join somebody else's table and do a bit of gossiping. Yeah. Well, okay. It's a good idea. Um, I look around for a likely table. See if you know people. Merchants. People who kind of know what's going on around town. Um, yeah, there's a table of people who are more well dressed. All right. I kind of head over there. Okay. Um, uh, one of one of them. Uh, Kind of One of them looks up at you and he says, uh, hello, sir. Excuse me, gentlemen. Um, I'm a, uh, a traveling merchant and I just arrived in town and uh, I hoping I might join you for some drinks and uh, maybe uh, catch up. Uh, apparently big things are happening in Althorp and uh, I'm very curious about uh, what the, the local news, uh, like uh, what, what's been happening with the emperor and the merchant's council and, and so forth. Okay. Um, he's, uh, he's, the guy says, "Yeah, so we're merchants as well. Pull up a chair." All right, I pull up a chair. All right. Fortunately, the merchants haven't like been in Altdorf for a long time, but uh, they do seem to. They have been here for like a day, and uh, so they're and they're definitely talking about the um, all of the rumors that have been flying around that the, that the emperor is apparently dead, and uh, they're trying to figure out what's true and what's not. Um, I, I'm also curious as to like. How the emperor empires run, like Nigel really has no idea. So like, oh, okay. who chooses the next emperor, and like, how is that done, and who is like the interim emperor if there is such a thing, yeah. and, right? Uh, like, what does this mean for like the various political factions? Like, as much as I could find out the about interim, right. he's, like, he's like a baseball manager. <laughs> let, me, let me see. Let me see how uh, how well how politically knowledgeable these guys these guys are. Uh, one of them seems to know a decent bit about politics. The other two, they kind of claim they don't they don't follow things too closely. But he says, "Oh well, uh, you see, it's it's well known that the uh, that the emperor called Ron King." Whoa! Sorry. The hell was that? Uh, is it was well known that the that the emperor named his son to be his heir? Now, it is an elected position, so uh, it does not mean that it will necessarily happen. So, my understanding of this is that there will be an election, but uh, having his uh, father um, say that he was that he intended his son to take over will definitely have sway with uh, amongst the electors and within the empire. So, uh, I believe the next election was going to be about a year from now. So, the uh, my understanding is that uh, his son will probably be elected or maybe made some kind of interim emperor and then the true election will take place within a year. I see. So That's my uh, understanding. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a strange uh, set of events. You know, it doesn't happen often that an emperor is killed. I, I, it hasn't happened in my lifetime. Yes, well, you know, everything is so strange in the altar. I'm, I'm from Marienburg originally, you know, and we certainly do things a little bit differently there. But, um, I guess, how are things done in Marienburg? I try to tell him. Make that common knowledge, the wastelands test. I don't even know how things are done in Marienburg, so... <laughs> I make the test. All right, with a couple of degrees. You give him some good explanations, and he seems satisfied with that. Bob Neither of us. Neither of us really know how it works over there. Um, so, I, I, I kind of like, you know, playing a role in Versal, though. Like, so, um, tell me, what do you think this will mean for trade? Um, obviously things are going to be pretty hectic around here. Is, do you think there's going to be a revolt or anything like that? I mean, that could definitely affect trade. Oh, there, there is tension. Uh, uh, 
which has been both good and for trade and bad for trade. I found a little less demand, but when I find uh, the right person, it's been a little bit um, kind of good prices. Does so who knows? Right now, I'd say it's, it hasn't really affected things. Well, no, but um, do you think there's going to be a revolt? A revolt? I've heard rumors of fighting up in Talabek land. Ah, uh, well, I don't trade in Talabek land, but... Uh, yeah, if times are go to war, it's actually good for trade. Uh, you just have to be trading the right items. Foodstuffs are good, uh, weapons and armor, of course, tools, things of that nature. Alright, I think I've learned all about all I can from this guy. Um. Alright, did I... Uh, pardon me. Uh, did I see any gypsy types hanging out in this... Uh, in the bar. Yeah, in the bar. Gypsy types. Gypsies are pretty rare within the Empire. Um, well, so I should be able to identify them if uh, if they were. Or even, I don't know, even anyone even be able to like, oh, I met up with these gypsies, they sucked, or they were awesome, like, whatever. Like, just, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for any hook, because I know that, you know, that will typically lead me to where... Well, the gypsies are... I don't know where gypsies originate from. Certainly not. <laughs> Eastern Europe. Okay. Well, yeah, you don't see any Indian, but perhaps you could roam the streets and, and find some. Although, it's, you know, after dark now. Well, no, I'm not going to roam Supposedly the streets. I thought this was all going... Like, so this bar is just a place... We're at an inn. You're, yeah, you're at a... We're at an inn. I heard about the curfew, and I decided I didn't really want to challenge it. Ah, so... So I headed for an inn and got some room so that we could... Well, Vampire we Hunter's going to be on after dark. Yeah. Presuming we could, like, continue our search or whatever the next day. That was my thinking, but you're... Oh, you, one, one thing I, I should have mentioned is that since these... Uh, well, I don't want to... ...were there for a... I've been there for a few days that all of this stuff started earlier today. Like, it was not... Um, oh? Well, how, yeah. how, do they know, like, where it started? Um, no, they don't know. But the first time they heard of it was early this afternoon. Okay. Okay, so... Um, so, I mean, my goal is to locate a vampire hunter trainer. And it's night. There's a curfew, though. So if you want to go out like and around and break curfew, I mean... I'm not going to stop yet. Well, I'm a little saddened at the lack of effort during the daylight, so... what You guys arrived in town after dark. Oh. At dark, basically. So I'm saddened at the fact that we were stuck on a ship during daylight. <laughs> and, yeah. So, no, I'm not yeah, going to... Yeah, no, there really wasn't an opportunity. I'm really not going to defy curfew in Altdorf that has probably the most strong enforcement of the curfew. So, no. Okay. Um, the the uh, the serving lady uh, you guys notice seems to be uh, a Kislevite. She uh, she kind of speaks with an accent and. Uh, um, I'll start speaking during Kislev. Oh yeah, you speak Kislevian, right? Yes. Um, yeah, so she she kind of seems interested in you, and uh, she, her her name is Anastasia, and uh, she she says, well, "What are you what are you doing here in in Altdorf? Oh, I'm just looking for beautiful Kislevian women like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even ask me what she looks like. Oh, oh. 
She's Kislevian. I'm sure she must be gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> that's what the Russians are known for, right? Is true, gorgeous women. She's got the gymnast body. She is pretty attractive. She has dark hair and it kind of contrasts with a fair complexion. And... Yeah, she's decent, decent looking. She's probably in her like late twenties. All right, so uh, that's what I say. Um, she's so. Uh, she says, where, "Where are you from?" Uh, I'm from. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> You're from Marienburg too, aren't you? No, I'm from. You're from yeah, Marienburg by way of Kislev, by way of everywhere <laughs> else. Uh, I've I've traveled many places over. Here. I, I seem to remember you telling me that you grew up in Marienburg. Yeah, I'm from Marienburg. <laughs> um, so it's been a long time since I recall that. She uh, she kind of looks she kind of looks you up and down. You're all like wearing armor. She says, uh, "Are you being military?" Uh, no, I am a uh, merchant and adventurer. Uh, she she says, "I could tell I could tell with you many, with many scars." I see. I could tell you some of the stories. Oh, I don't have that many scars, you know. I'm pretty good at my craft. She kind of she kind of leans in and whispers, uh, "Have you killed a man?" Uh, I have, <laughs> <laughs> but no one no one that you would like to know, and only evil people. Ah, she. Uh, Yes, but they were all bad. They were all bad. What was that from? What was that from? True lies. Right. Yeah, I got the Arnold going on there. They were all bad. That's right. It's weird when you remember a quote and you don't remember where it's from. That's funny. So she's. Do you like vodka? I adore vodka. All right. When she when she brings you guys your meals, she also brings a little container of vodka. When she does, I order more mead. Would you like to uh, Lots. drink? <laughs> How about you uh, sit with us and drink some of this vodka? Oh, I think that would be. And by us, uh, I mean me. <laughs> what? <laughs> she says, uh, uh, I, "I must work, but uh, you know, uh, it is uh, with with all these rumors." Those you know, dead. if you get another room, the party's not paying for it. <laughs> um, she says, uh, "Well, uh, what will happen now with the uh, emperor dead? You know, I, uh, I think the prophecies are coming true, and the signals the end of the empire. But my my friends, my friends and I are doing the only thing that is natural to do when the world will end. Well, that is sort of the biggest party possible." Uh, that just seems like right down my alley. Where's this party going to be at? He says, well, it's curfew. Uh, we will have to sneak sneak through alley, but... Uh, oh, is it, it going is on in, now? It, it is in friend's cellar. Oh, well, I'm all about that. What do you say, guys? Biggest yes. party ever? I'm already there. I'll lead the party. Uh, we deserve a break, and I feel like this is going somewhere. All right. When do you want to? Uh, when do you want to do this? Well, you of work in one hour half. All right. All right. You guys finish your meal. I finish my meal. I'm probably not even at that table anymore. Oh. Okay. You're not at the cool kids. Um. No, I'm at the merchant's table. <laughs> Uh, Am make, I make, make a gossip test as you're as you're with those merchants? Ninety six. 
She's totally going to be me of my um, remaining four gold crowns. <laughs> so the way I have uh, rumors about the the death of the emperor set up is that uh, if you if you want to kind of if you're kind of talking about it or you want to like ask around about it, you can hear all sorts of rumors, of course. Um, but I have this long list of them here, and if you fail, you still get a rumor, but if you succeed, you can get more. And the idea is, well, some of them may be outlandish and, you know, far-fetched. If you hear the same rumor again and again, perhaps there's some truth to it. So on my chart, there's, like, larger areas amongst the ones that might have more truth. So anyway, that's kind of how this works. So I'll give you, I will give you a random rumor for sitting and talking with those guys for a while. Can you, can I, let me roll. Well, see, then you'll know if you rolled the same number twice and got the same rumor that way. Otherwise... You know, like I don't if you roll, it really matters. Well, let's say you rolled like a number, and then you rolled like three away, and you got the same one. You'd know that it was like within a range. Within a range. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm gonna roll. All right, I don't see this. This countering our metagaming. <laughs> it was unnecessary to explain. That. No, it was it was <laughs> funny because he explained the reason why he would need to re-roll. You're just gonna metagame on us. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that mechanic would have been clever and cool had you not explained it to us, <laughs> and we'd actually like heard a bunch of, and then we start hearing yeah, a bunch yeah, of that's like, true. Wait a second. No, because <laughs> that otherwise you would think it's completely random. If I didn't tell you there was a range, I should thought about this. If I didn't you tell you that there was a range, you're GM man. You just let the law down. It's like I'm rolling. Go to hell. <laughs> I agree with that. I, I, I won't explain it anymore. You think about it for a little bit. You don't have to explain agree. anything. I think it would be I refuse to think about it. Okay. I good. just disagree with you on principle. All right. Well, I, I disagree. You are. <laughs> that is within your uh, within your rights. Okay. Um, he says, you know, I I heard that Carl uh, Franz he was not assassinated. No, he he died of a disease, and the assassination is a ploy from the Franz family to bolster his legacy. Wait, who says he was assassinated? Five yeah, we didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't know? He was assassinated. Well, that's what they said. <laughs> I had to explain if I was at the table. <laughs> what the hell? Wait, wait, wait a second. All we you heard, heard that he was assassinated? All we heard was that he was dead. We oh, didn't hear okay. anything about these assassins. Oh, well, I have heard that he's been assassinated. I don't believe it. That's, uh, that's not the rumors that I hear. But many others will tell you that he was assassinated. Assassinated? Oh, that—that's much more interesting. But who would want the emperor dead? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I think there's lots of people who might want the emperor dead. Like who? I, I don't know. Communists. Who do you think would want the emperor dead? Uh, the anarchy. His party. wife? I don't know. That's the usual suspect when somebody gets murdered, right? Well, his wife is dead, so you can cross that one off. Oh well. I don't know who else is powerful within the city. Maybe one of them wanted him bumped off. Uh, says, well, uh, uh, I I heard that um, that the you know the other electors were in town, uh, and so any of them, really, yeah. all of them are in town. Aren't there like eight of them? Oh, there's something like fourteen, and they're all here. Well, most of them, yeah. Well, that's what I heard. How bizarre. Are they staying in the palace, then? I, I don't know. I go back to my mead. <laughs> Frowning. Alright, some some time goes by. Um, more. 
I continue to look for interesting gypsies. Like you go out the you, you, you go out the window you go out to the window. <laughs> I know what these people should look like because I know what I look like and I know what a life in the tombs and chasing vampires looks like. Ask. So I know it's not going to touch the royalty the that they're hanging out with. I know it's going to touch the more great. My professor at the college or my mentor? So that's Your mentor, because he works but against chaos, and witch hunters work against chaos. Well, I thought he knew that, that they sent a I witch hunter. I was planning on, maybe uh, because so, he got kicked out of the street. Hyronis is his name. I was uh, planning on well, trying to look him up. but Then I'll save it for the next There's day. probably only like a one I in five. I forgot about that. Well, if he's in town, there's a good like, chance I mean, he knows where I guess I can roam around and chance. Or his organization. I wouldn't bet against I've it. There's probably no one else out there, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm not going to chance just yet. And I'm like, whatever vampire hunter is here... Is probably taking a load off too and enjoying the curfew as well. So, because Altdorf is probably one of those safe havens for vampire hunters to come and, you know, have a vacation. The easiest way to find a vampire hunter is to start a rumor that you're a vampire <laughs> and put in the fake teeth. <laughs> I love it. Wait, is that and, 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 then, and then when you have like a stake, like being like uh, when multiple possible punch, punch through your heart, you can, you can say, no, save me. You just have a big note on your coffin that says, "Please train me to be a vampire hunter." Here's the proof that I'm legit, and it's got an arrow pointing to your repeating crossbow. <laughs> he'll be like, "There's no way a vampire would have this." <laughs> It was, a, it was a cutting ploy. Those vampires are so cutting. They set, they set the whole thing up. Well, yeah, I totally advertise that I'm a vampire. If you're going to back me up when the vampire hunters come to hunt me, like, yeah. Like, who do vampire hunters normally work for? That's who you should find out. They normally work for Royalty. themselves. Themselves. But how do they find out we're vampires? Maybe they work for the church. I used to find the out church would is a great place to start. Yeah, that is a good place to start. Which Sigmar? church? The Church of Sigmar, obviously, yeah. where Triax is a the popular. only relevant church. Who's <laughs> <laughs> camping? They've right. got to have a few vampire hunters in their hip pocket. I'm sure Father Option probably has like a Rolodex of vampire hunters. If we <laughs> if we were at Bogenhofen, we yes, Father Option would totally hook us up. Yeah, you know, it's another. Uh, Maybe the, the, the Church of Justice, uh, the Rena. Wow. There's no justice in killing vampires. The point is, these are all no, great no. ideas, and I will entertain them all on the next day, because I'm not uh, going to countermand all right, know, so, martial uh, law, basically. Uh, Anastasia shows back I'm up, definitely and, she, and, she, and she seems to have changed her clothes. And, uh, yeah, I'm changing she kind of, my. She kind of like is. I'm saying I'm not. I'm not wearing like scale mail at a party with my knights home. You know? Right. So you guys end up like. I like. I'm like. like what's, what's going on here, guys? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I go back uh, to my book. Okay, you said. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you, you see, you see, Brutus like taking off his armor, like trying to like really dust off his clothes. <laughs> I don't need some snot nosed kid trying to cockwalk me at every angle. <laughs> When have I ever cockblock you? Every single week. What? <laughs> that is such a lie! I have been out beating you on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Just by your very presence. This is going to be a badass party and only badass people are allowed, like me. 
All right. Say, when he's got his back turned, I curse it. <laughs> okay. Where is that spell? <laughs> oh, with the amulet? I don't say anything like that to you. <laughs> yeah, you don't? No. Fine. Oh, I just say, like, there's nothing going on. All right, we definitely have to stash the mail in our room. All right, you got to stash your mail and pull up the clothes. Are the leaves dusty? Yep. Yeah. Are you going with them? Sure, yeah, I'll do the you, same. You, Wait, you, I wear the night's helm, though. That's just way too stuff. You can wear the night's helm. I'm not wearing my night's <laughs> See, I like wearing like, the regular clothes and the night's helm. Yep. <laughs> nice. It's, it's little, Halloween. It's a little short guy with the night's helm on. All right. Um, Chicks dig the night's helm. All right, so she she leads you guys out a back alley. And, uh, and of course, the sword. Not leading the sword. You got the sword? Yeah. Okay. She leads you out a, a back alley. Um... Takes a couple of you so screwed with that. Takes a takes takes a couple of uh, twists and turns, and uh, then there's a, a stairway leading down, and the, at the bottom of the stairway is a door with a light kind of emanating from it, and uh, you can vaguely hear the sound of uh, talking and laughter from down there. Okay. All right. So she she heads down, opens the door. There's somebody there to greet you, and she she introduces. She introduces you uh, uh, to them. About half of the group seem to be uh, Kislevian. The other half must be sort of random hangers-on. There's probably 30 people down here. And there's this big kind of cellar that's... Uh, the ceiling's kind of low, so... Dasvidanya. Dasvidanya! What happens to you when the ceiling's low? I get all nervous and lose some You're in a tight power space. Stuff. You have minus 10 to your mental characteristics down here. I don't like it so much. I'm going <laughs> to wait outside, <laughs> if you don't mind. Be my guess, man. Why would you wait outside of at the inn? Um, I have my reasons. If I hear a scuffle, come in. There's going to be, like, patrols outside. By There's the going to be drink, friend. You can always drink your troubles away. You don't want to get, like, arrested being outside, by the way. So that's, you should either come inside or go back to the inn. That's strong evidence. Um, I don't know. Give me a second. Let me get used to it. You got it. I go inside. I put my arm around uh, Anastasia. So basically I'm just going to hang out um, right in make, front of the... Uh, make a fellowship test. I'm going to hang out right in front it. of the door. And oh, if no I need. see a patrol coming yeah, by... Yeah, I, I make it. Well, she doesn't you off. Uh, she kind of giggles. Um, what's that? Uh, I was just if a patrol. If I hear. Okay, so you're gonna wait outside for the time being. Yeah, I'll just duck okay. inside if if it seems like a bad thing to stay outside. All right. As you're waiting out there, there's a two percent chance that you see gypsies. That's awesome. Roll it. Roll it. <laughs> You can face point this, by the way. <laughs> no, nope. half a face point. I do not see any gypsies. <laughs> Zero two. Started. Who oh, gypsies? Okay. Uh, okay. So um, uh, there seems to be drink flowing, and there's a uh, there's all right. There's a, there's, That's where we're going. There's a, there's a they've kind of set up. I wouldn't really call they've it. Got a little, they've got a little waterfall of booze, <laughs> like <laughs> cascading over the lots, in the back lots. It's vodka. They don't, they don't really like have a, they don't really have a bar, but they have like a bunch of crates that they've stacked up, and there's like alcohol on top of it. Uh, in front of that is a jar um, that looks like people are putting money in to kind of contribute to the alcohol fund. The you alcohol will not fund. be one of those. It's like the last night in the world, and it's just like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, why contribute? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in case it's not. I'll throw in uh, two silver shillings. Okay. And uh, one of the 
one of the uh, um, one of the uh, alcoholic beverages up there is this big cask of vodka. So it's vodka across it. It says vodka, not the Kislevian <laughs> word for it. Well, yeah, it's vodka. Yeah, you're right. It, it, it says it in Kislevian. You can read Kislevian, yes. right? No, I can't read any language. But you can't read right. I don't have read right. All right, uh, still two characters. You know, no one has read right. No, both him and I do. I mean, in general, in the world, it looks, yes. it looks like, like vodka. Two percent of people. Two percent. It's of the inside world. a cask. It's not look at anything. No, it's a clear liquid. I guess because you can't see the color. Um, you know, I think you you might like recognize some of the symbols that are in the word vodka just uh, from your travels, okay. even if you don't read the language. Um, Makes sense. Don't lean on that. That actually, that the other chair you were sitting on this chair, I moved it over there, but that one like splintered a little bit. I think it was probably oh, like, leaning back. too much leaning. Oh, really? Yeah. So okay. I would just kind of recommend oh, leaning on so um, Okay, so. Uh, so there's there's some there's some cups next to it. Do you want to go for that one or uh, go? There's like yes. uh, yeah. I'll just go like with wherever Anastasia is going. Okay. As you start to uh, pour from the big cask, uh, you hear a, you you you're clapped on the shoulder and uh, you hear Brutus. This is so good to see you, Alexander. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He, uh, he gives you a big hug. I give him a big hug too. He says, "Well." You, I see, you were drinking my vodka already. <laughs> uh, if I knew, uh, if I knew you were in town, man, I would have come straight here. Uh, he says, "Well, you know, I only use for Philippe to show up now." <laughs> he says, "I figure if uh, impurity sins into anarchy, the uh, last thing I want is to uh, have all of this on me and uh, have it go to waste. So I, br- I bring it here." Excellent idea. All right, he uh, he. He uh, helps you helps you pour some some large glasses of vodka and uh, meet my new friend Anastasia. By the way, uh, he says, "Oh, I, and you see, my name is Alexander Konkushnikov. Good to good to make your acquaintance." And uh, he says, "Will you drink with us too?" And she uh, she she uh, she nods and uh, says, "One, two, uh, you're outside. One, two, three, four of you. Um, all all toast and have some vodka. Have some vodka. Yep. All right. Are you gonna chug it down?" I'll just drink it. To the end of the while. Sip it. Boy, no, I won't sip it, but I'll drink. I'll, yeah. I'll be more chugging it down than sipping it. Alright, you can make a toughest test. Plus one. Yeah, I fail. <laughs> Alright, you kind of, <clears throat> kind of, uh, have to, have to take a couple like small, I have to take a couple small six is one of the better rules. To, to get it bad. down. Um, and I say I think I remember zero one. Yeah, on a meaningless roll. <laughs> Every roll has been meaningless. <laughs> Alright, so, uh. The uh, fellowship roll with Anastasia was not meaningless. Okay, so there's, uh. You're playing some, like, pub games down here, which I. I downloaded these pub games off the internet like, when we started this entire campaign, so I figured I'd gotta put some of, one of these to use. Um. Roll a d6 one. Three. Okay, so they're they're playing this they're playing this game where uh, uh, two 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 people take a uh, uh, a half full tankard of uh, vodka. 
And they place it on their head, and they have to walk around the edge of the room and return to where they started. And the goal is to get back first. And uh, generally, money is waged, wagered on this. Now, if, they if the use... tankard falls off your head, uh, I guess it's just a third full. So it's not Why don't they just use water or something? Well, you're, you're supposed to drink it when you get back. Oh, okay. So you, oh, you so subsequent oh, so rounds get harder. Yeah, they harder. get harder. So you get back, you win the wager, whatever you wagered on it, and people like side bet like crazy on it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, you get back, you get to drink it, basically. If you get back first without it falling off... Oh, it's a race. It's a race, yes. Oh you my try God. to get back without it falling off. The first person to get back wins the wager. And uh, if, it falls, if, if, if it falls off, then you lose, and the other person wins wherever they're at. So uh, you want to you take part? There's a, there's a drunken Kislevite who's uh, will it, who starts telling you how the game is played and wants to take you on. Right. Do I do Fine. I hear any of this wagering going on? Because right. I would like I'm to putting be a the house part. Just... <laughs> yeah, I would like to be a part of this wagering. Um, well, I hear, actually, uh, yeah. So, so while all the all the earlier drinking is going on, uh, there's a 50-50 chance that the watch shows up. You can you can roll. Oh, okay. Um, there, here, no worries. Under 50? Up to you, so. Under 50, they don't. Okay. Under 50, they don't. So over 50 and the watch shows up. 57. All right, so the, wa- the, watch, so the watch shows up uh, uh, a few minutes later. Uh, you, you kind of see them walking down and one of them says, Hey, we got a car for you. Get it, stay inside. I say, oh, gotcha. And begrudgingly I open the door and... We and, kind of join the party. Yeah. Okay. So you, yeah, you kind of come in about in time as it. And I don't it. feel great about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that doesn't affect your toughness. No, it's true. Okay. So. Uh, so I'm like, you see me kind of. I saddle up to the table and I'm just like, I don't really like it. Okay. So uh, so yeah, you, you you get in and you and you hear this uh, Kislevian man explaining these rules of this strange tankard balancing game to to Brutus as you as you kind of walk in. Um, so uh, you guys want to do some some betting on it? So the the, the guy who's going to uh, race against Is it a you, one on one race? Yeah. Oh okay. Um, he wants to put up five shillings. All right, I'll do it. Right. There's side bets like on both sides. One side saying that the, the Kislevian man is 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 drunker than Brutus, and so he has a worse chance. But then the others are saying no, he can handle it better because he drinks every day. So that's I see. A, there's this debate going on. What's, inside. what's the biggest bet that they'll take? Um, five hundred gold crack. You can probably find like three different people who'll take seven shillings each. All right, I'll. So that's like a gold crown, right? I'll put. Fourteen total shillings on Brutus. I'll uh, I'll put five shillings on Brutus with the original. Okay, better. Uh, well, he's he's just betting against Brutus, but you can find someone on the side to bet with. That would take you. It'd be back. much easier okay. to just be dishonest and put twenty-one shillings on Brutus. I think I scan a kiss for good luck. Uh, you mean put twenty-one shillings on the other guy yeah. and give him the wink? Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. But then it puts his honor at stake. Uh, she she gives you a kiss. Right. If, if the chick wasn't that's watching, definitely would be like plus ten. Plus ten. Yeah, but that's well. It also that. requires that you be an unhanded Dave. Yeah, not only that, it also requires that we can fight our way out here, out of here. All right. So here's so here's how the here's how the game works. Uh, 
you can you 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 go at your movement, but if you want to, and you uh, but you can reduce your movement to get a bonus to this agility test that you're going to make to see whether or not you balance. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you how much he's going to reduce his movement by, but whoever if you both make it back and with with path there's two agility tests that you'll need to make. If you pass them both, then whoever subtracted less wins. If you cool. if you if one person fails, then whoever fails first loses the game. Do you get bonuses? Do you want to reduce your movement? Do you get bonuses? Sorry. You get a plus ten for each point. Is there like rates? Oh, okay. Uh, I you, just say minus you get, you get, you get one, that bonus get the plus test. ten. Minus one, get the plus ten every time. I say but it's up to you. I, pl- I say plus two, get to minus twenty. You're guaranteed to win if you win. Well, you lose if he makes it back, but if he spills, right? Well, depends on how much he reduces his. Oh, I have fourteen points, and he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, the point is to not fail any of the points on this, right? Of course so, I do. <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll Whatever, spend, just... I'll go minus one. Sprint as fast okay. as possible and spend a fake point. <laughs> you don't need half a fake point for that. That would be impressive, to sprint around a room with... Well, because, like they said, yeah, the guys can, already... You can take a minus to your, to your uh, movement, or get a bonus to your movement if you want to take a minus to your agility test. So, wait, what would I get for a fake point? For a fake point? Yeah. Automatic. The end of the campaign is coming up. Time to start spending those fake points. Uh, for a fake point, you would you would crush this entire uh, endeavor. For a fake point, that chick is definitely going to get on with you later. Well, the chick right? definitely get on with me later. Uh, you might want to save that fake point for like a fellowship when you ask her to like, what is she doing after the party? Oh, okay. All right. If you win the competition, she I'll go minus one anyway. movement for the plus ten. For the plus ten, okay. Uh, He's 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 drunk enough that he's actually going to because he doesn't know what you're doing. He's going to take a a penalty and get up and get a plus to his movement. Oh, okay. So he's wow. Gonna be, so, so, so he's going to be he'll be straight off if he makes them both. Oh, okay. But he has minus ten to these to both of his tests. Okay. All right. Okay. He rolled a ten. He makes it. Wow. All right, I make mine. You made yours. Okay, the second one. Oh, not looking so good. Seventy-one. He fails on the second test. He's like running too fast and it falls off his head. Uh, Did you make the second one? Fortune point. Fortune point. Okay, I make it. Oh, fourteen shillings in the bank. Right. You make it back. You, you you're you're balancing and you see him across the room as you guys. You know, you cross your paths in the center, and as you're about three quarters of the way past, he trips over a, a, a stool and he falls, and, uh, and and the vodka goes splashing all over. What did I say? <laughs> so you, yeah, we all give you high fives. He comes over and takes it and hands it to you. All right, right. I chug it down. All right, anyone who bet on Brutus is is okay. my toughness test. I guess the story. Choke, I choke it down. Well, that's your like second drink. You can make a, uh, a consume alcohol test. You have I'll make it. it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I have consume alcohol. Wow, it's cool. All right, but I usually fail them anyways. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, there's will be one more contest in this uh, in this bar. Where will be another D six? Uh, oh, well, I might as well wager my 10 shillings and one. try to get it up to a goal. Uh, oh, I won five shillings. Let's see that one. Um, all right, there's an arm wrestling competition. I'm in. 
I'm, I'm met in a house on triax. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think I'm stronger than you are. Oh no, you're not. No, I'm not. There's, a, there's, a, there's a, um, Alexander is going to participate in this as well. Um, oh, I'm all in on Alexander. Is there some random blade test or uh, intelligence test? Type skill, yes. The fencing contest in the corner. <laughs> There's a debate for the hoity-toity fancy lads. I'm just asking. Uh, That's what I'm working on over here. <laughs> they, you could have rolled a dart contest. That's probably the closest you get. It's ballistic skill, though. Uh, F. No. Yeah, no. I'm not interested. Uh, I don't feel like I'm up there yet. Oh shoot! There's a there's a, there's a boxing match on here. There's no trivia. <laughs> no, there's no trivia. There's no bar trivia? Oh my god! What has fantasy Europe you know, come to? Common knowledge, the Empire test. <laughs> yeah, like it's a high there's test. a skill for it. There's a skill for everything in this world. Uh, What's the capital of Talabek land? <laughs> Common knowledge. Uh, I, I can't quite remember it. <laughs> Whoever gets the lowest number, like, answers it first. <laughs> yeah, that's... That would be well, you gotta make an agility test, too. Oh, to, like, shout it out first? Yeah, or? exactly. Ah, I see. Mental agility. That's funny. Okay, uh, so the way wrestling works is you make opposed strength tests. Yep. If you succeed, you're now winning. No. Then you make a second opposed strength test, where the winner has, gets a plus 20 to it. If the winning player wins, then you win the match. Otherwise, you start over with nobody winning. And uh, if you start over, you might start getting tired. Uh, you can cheat at arm wrestling. It is done by slightly lifting your elbow off the table. Uh, it can be noticed by the opponent with um, an imposed test between your agility and their perception. If you successfully cheat, you get plus 20 to that round. Wow. What if the player... Wait, Alexander fighting Triax, or is it like a tournament style? Hmm? Is it like uh, people? Basically, there's like a table that's set up, oh. and everyone's kind of gathering around, and like just two people go at it. It's not like a tournament. Maybe like if there's a couple people keep winning, maybe they'll go after each other. All right, that, but it's not an official tournament. All right, well, I'll split my. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to like challenge Alexander? No, I like want to bet on Alexander. Oh, when he when it's his turn? Yeah. Okay. I want to bet on Trax as well. Okay, so you're, you'll you'll kind of stand in the crowd and make some side bets. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll wait. All right, so a couple people kind of started off in there, and, 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 you know, one of them wins, and then there's kind of a big burly guy who seems to be beating a couple of people. And then up next is Trax, and uh, you're up against uh, kind of a, a short, almost dwarven-like uh, Kislevian man who... Uh, I threw uh, he, he looks He looks relatively strong. Trax says, I don't think you want any of this! <laughs> Make an intimidate test. I'm just going to throw a five shilling. You're going to bet five shillings on Trax? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. He said, I will take you on. I will take you on. I'm like, I don't think I want any of that. <laughs> My yeah. friend, uh, you, you, you've fallen for the oldest trick in the book. Uh, he says, bring it, bring it down. And he, uh, uh, he, he, he assumes. Oh, it's rotten. I bet on this. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he, he slaps five shillings on the table. All right. I slap five shillings on the table. Yeah. Does anyone want a side bet? How much do you want a side bet? Uh, five shillings. Uh, sure. You can, you can find someone who'll take the Kislevian. Sweet. Probably his, like, mom. Do you want to try to cheat? Friend. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then it's an opposed strength test. Ooh, uh, point. Hold on a second. You get to know the result first. Um, he has two degrees of failure. Uh, He's currently winning. He's currently winning? But I am fortuitous. Uh, wait, are you using a fortune point? Or yeah, I'm using a fortune point. Okay, go ahead. 
I still fail. Okay. So, so, now, so, now, hold on. so now he's hold on. Now he's winning, and you make a second one. He's he kind of got you down to here, and he's got the plus. He 20. gets the plus twenty. Wow. Ooh, gosh, he needed that plus twenty. Um, uh, four, three, two, two degrees of failure. Uh, I succeed. You succeed. All right, you got it back even. Okay, now you make a toughness test. Oh. Succeed. He succeeds also. No, no penalties. All right, start again. Round two. Fail. Uh, he has multiple degrees of success. He gets you back. All right. He has plus 20. Ooh, he has two degrees of success. I have three degrees of success. Oh! All right, tough success. <laughs> he makes it. I make it. Make it. All right. Wow. This is the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, my God. Let's go try it! He's like two ballistic. degrees of success. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just one degree of success. Oh, he's got it again. He's got plus 20. Oh. Let's go try it! Three degrees of failure. Four degrees of success. Alright, toughest test. He makes the game. I fail. Alright, you have minus 10 for the rest of the, right. of the uh, endeavor. God, he's made three toughest tests. Come on, try it! Uh, two degrees of success. One degree of failure. Oh, I uh, have the advantage. Come on, Drives, let's, let's, let's go! This is your moment! Let's go, let's go! Plus ten total. Uh, one degree of failure. Three degrees of success. Oh, oh, oh finally, after this back and forth battle, <laughs> the crowd is just going crazy at the end of that, and the Triax eventually yeah. slams it home. Wee! So, oh, you were a good match, sir. Uh, I did not own Rizzle Dwarf before. Well fought, sir. Alright. That was amazing, Triax. Alright, you're betting on Alexander. You're betting on Alexander? Yes, I'm betting on Alexander. I'll bet three shots. Oh, I thought you were doing something. No. No. Okay. I'm not doing a quick version of this. I'll put a shilling on Alexander. Alright, you are successful, Alexander wins. Good. I clap. Awesome. Party is pure profit. I've already made like a gold. Enjoy your gold crown. I'm trying to make one. Alright, you're one ninth of the way from recovering your losses. Alright, so, uh. Nice young. So, in the end, it seems that, you and Alexander are some of the better arm wrestlers, and Alexander challenges you to an arm wrestling hunt. Oh my god. Who do I even bet on? It's like choosing between children or something. You're making Sophie's choice. Well, if I ended where I started at, that would be fine with Alexander, me. Alexander, so if you could let Triax is a dwarf. On Triax. I think I would go with the dwarf. <laughs> I'll, uh... Let's see. So I'm always for Alexander's ears, like... <laughs> <laughs> Lift your elbow. You'll never know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then I'll bet some. I'll bet on Alexander. <laughs> All right. Well, I put ten on Trax. So I'll put five on Alexander. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. if I lose these ten, it gets me back to where I started. Okay. Here we go. First round. All right. Let's do it. Ooh. It failed. Four degrees of success. Make a perception test. <laughs> oh, he's cheating! He's a cheater! Two degrees of success. 
Uh, only one degree of success. Uh, you notice he like lifted his elbow a little bit. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I immediately call win. I'm like, win, cheater. No, I call it. Oh, you, you wanna, you wanna, oh, you gotta yeah. take a perception test too. Fine. Yeah, Mr. Perception over here is definitely gonna notice. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Excellent Vision. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm right. so concentrated on you. Alright, he's got he's got plus twenty now. Yep. Okay. He... Whoa. Okay, many degrees of failure. He succeeds. He didn't lift his elbow or anything. So he just wins. Uh, ah, oh. oh, good match, my friend. Well fought. More right. tribes, what happened? You're the man, Alexander. He was tired. <laughs> the last match was too epic, mate. <laughs> too tired. It's okay, I came out even, so I'm alright. It's fun to gamble. Also, can we get the fuck out of here? Uh, no. I'm having so my life over here. After, after, after the kind of competitions are over, um, uh, some, somebody uh, pulls out a... Uh, oh my gosh, what uh, sort of musical instrument do the Kislevians like to play? Kislevians? The harp, the violin, uh, the lute. Yeah, violin. Uh, I think that's pretty appropriate. So, uh, there's one, a lot of yeah. One of them pulls out a, a violin and uh, starts to play some uh, Kislevian folk songs that everyone else seems to know the words for. And the other folks are like, yeah, you probably know. Or make a common knowledge. I have a common knowledge. Kislev. All right, make make a test against that. I have no, no bonuses. Uh, fail. You don't know this one. Uh, but you can clap along. Everyone's kind of like pounding on different things and uh, and uh, creating quite a ruckus. And uh, people start dancing and drinking and uh, uh, while yeah, to dance with me. Yeah, while people are in this indiscriminately jovial mood, I'm like getting down. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, you're doing the Elaine from Blindfeld Dance. Oh yeah. No, the Elaine is much worse. <laughs> and we ditched our mail, right? Yeah. Uh, I only fail by a degree. You fail with a degree of failure? Yeah. Uh, you kind of stumble over yourself a little bit here and there. Uh, it is the Elaine from it's, uh, Yeah, and it is. Like, the cramped spaces are giving me the willies. I'm not my usual band myself. Um, but I, I do want right. to... Right on the nose. You, uh, you dance pretty well. I do want to cross-pollinate amongst the jovial crowd uh-huh. that I'm looking for someone that can train me how to use uh, the repeating crossbow. And, you know, it's Perfect. loose lips, right? I mean, people are drunk right now, so... Sure, make a cross-up test to see if anything comes of this. All right. I heard you knew the vampire. Uh, I made it by a jillion degrees of success. And a jillion is six. Six degrees of success. Uh, one of them tells you that uh, he he met a Sylvanian earlier in the day, and uh, he uh, he says there's a Sylvanian that owns a particular kind of specialty store on the south end of town, and he tells you how to get there. Well, awesome! I buy that guy a drink. All right. If he wants one. Sure. Aren't the drinks yeah. free? The drinks are kind of free. They're kind of free. And you want to put another shilling in the in the jar? Well. Yeah, I'll put a shilling in the jar. I'll All be right, like, so that's from that guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah, everybody has a 
just the grand old time, and uh, the, the it goes into kind of the wee hours in the morning. I assume you guys continue to, to drink yourselves silly. Yes. Yep. Back. All right. I raise. Craig's is consumer alcohol. Nice. Wouldn't actually use um, yeah. consumer alcohol twice now. Nope. This is the first time I have it. Oh, it's an advanced skill. It's a regular skill. It's oh. A, oh, okay. It's a skill. Once right. you acquire it, you get a plus twenty. Right. All right, I'll just have everyone make one consume alcohol test to kind of speed up the process and get your degrees of success or success. Uh, it's based on toughness. Failed by uh, two. Right. Three degrees two of degrees. failure. Uh, three degrees of failure. Uh, As opposed to five degrees of failure. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, how about this? You, you can make two rolls on the stinking drunk table and choose which one you like. Uh High is worse in general. I'm just taking two rolls. All right. right. So take the lower one of the two. Seventy-two and zero three. Okay, zero three is um, you just have a minus thirty percent penalty to all your mental characteristics. <laughs> just that's, a, that's a better one. Just that's the best one. <laughs> You've been reduced to an eight-year-old. Skill ballistic skill, intelligence, and agility. I guess fellowship is not included in that. Fellowship goes up by all your non-fellowship mental characteristics and agility have minus thirty. Oh my the, god! Uh, the other one, your uh, the seventy-one was pass out for one d ten hours. All right, all right. Eventually, the party starts uh, winding down, and you guys are even if you've made your test, you're still quite drunk. You're just not puking or uh, rolling on that table. So, well, don't we have to be here because we can't leave here? We can sneak back to the end. You could sleep. You could pass out here. A couple people pass out on the floor in the, in the cellar as the party winds. I assume well, I'm not gonna passing be... out, and waking up without my night and going back in. All right. Um, sure. Although I ask Alexander, I'm like, so what's going on in the town, mate? Uh, he's quite drunk at this point. Uh, Tell me tomorrow. <laughs> he uh, he asks where you're staying. So Let's stay not, here and buy. have breakfast and talk to all these guys tomorrow. I he says, was, he, I he, he asks what in you're staying at. You're staying at like the garden inn. So yeah. Like, yeah. He, he, he says he'll drop by at some point. Ah, very good, mate. Ask Anastasia where Grand party is staying at. And suggest that uh, she, she stay with me. But I like slur it out really but poorly. Uh, okay, well, she's, <clears throat> she's pretty drunk at this point as well. Uh, all right, so do you want to invite her back to your room, basically? Sure. Or, you, or uh, <laughs> I'll she, uh, she she lives in like a small flat above her uncle's place. Oh, we should go back there. Okay. Uh, make a fellowship. Well, hold on a second. I gotta give you your bonus or penalty. Uh, you danced well. Uh, I'll give you plus one. It was relevant. Okay, I make it. <laughs> <laughs> you make it. All right. Uh, sure. She invites you back to to her place. Okay. She's like, you're good enough for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, okay, so you're going to head back to... Uh, um, Triax, you're going to head back to the end. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll head with Triax, because if I'm going to face trouble, I want to face it with Triax. Okay. Uh, you guys don't see any watchmen. It's pretty dead out this time of night. And you guys make it back to the, uh, to the garden and climb up the stairs. Um, 
So Brutus, on the other hand, yes, yes, she invites you back, and uh, the two of you are, are, are pretty drunk, and it's, uh, it's uh, you know, you got to fumble with each other's clothes. It's, it's kind of a difficult uh, situation. You make a, make a fellowship test to see how well you do in bed tonight. I kill it. <laughs> I love how you roll dice and you're like, I right. kill it. You rock her world. <laughs> you kill it. You make it with what, one degree of success? One degree of success. <laughs> one degree of success. Or you don't rock her world. You push the right buttons and uh, she seems very pleased with your uh, with your performance. Hooray. That's all that any man could ask for. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, the next, uh, next morning breaks. Let's see. No, I think something happens in the night. Ah, uh, yes. You guys all have some strange alcohol-induced dreams. Except for, I'm not drunk. Except for Nigel, who... Alcohol plot-induced dreams. Like, from that, from your campaign, where we all took the drugs. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we can't figure out what to do! Let's get high! Is that why everyone gets high? <laughs> it worked, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It did. It kind of worked, if I remember. You guys, you guys are, like, begging the GM for a plot hook, so I... We were uh, stuck. As I recall, we didn't have any, but anyway, that's I, I can't even remember it now. It's been too long. But I do remember that we needed the plot book. If you we guys knew what you were supposed to do, you just had no idea how to do it. So ah, okay. that was what the problem was. Oh, okay. Okay, so... Um, Okay, so you have these dreams too, but yours are like, imagine, I'm going to describe them the alcohol-induced way, and just imagine like milder versions of this for yourself. But you all have very similar dreams this evening. Um, it's I'm never sleeping again. <laughs> never sleeping again? That would be a trick. Uh, so, you guys, you guys go to sleep, and, uh, you know, you're, you're, the world's kind of spinning as you, as you go to sleep, and, uh, you see images of that white light in the northern sky rushing over you. It's kind of this sort of bad, bad memory. You see images of wolves tearing the hearts uh, and throats out of men in chainmail. You see these images of, like, comets smashing into the moon. You see images of horse riders riding deep into mountain caves. And you see images of an army of beastmen in Skaven under a single banner. You see a man in chainmail who stands at a lectern with his sword, uh, with his sword that's all bloody, and he shouts to the audience, The mutant king is dead! Hail the wolf! And lastly, you see the scene of these huge creatures rampaging through villages, killing, raping, and eating their victims as they level the town. And needless to say, you wake up with a hangover. Mm-hmm. And we remember these dreams? Yeah. What did the banner look like? Which banner? The banner that the Skaven and the Beastmen were under. Um, it, uh, it looks like a rat. A rat with horns. Assuming we could discern that again. uh, Does that mean anything to me? No. Not really. You're not even going to give me a knowledge demonology test on that? Knowledge Skaven? If it's the Skaven God. Uh, sure. Minus 20. Do I even have a chance? (laughs) (laughs) I do. No. Hmm. Hmm. What 
What's it all mean? I wake up rubbing my head and I'm like, mm, that was rough stuff. I don't like that. Uh, but you had a good time at least. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's find me this shit and let's continue. Cause I know you, and I know that you dreamt what I dreamt. So, you had the dreams as well. I did. Too ominous to be random. I stopped overlooking random visions and dreams. It was an army of Retman and Beastmen. So where did you guys go last night? Retman and Beastmen don't work together. Well, apparently they do. make any sense. Apparently they do under the new regime because we just thwarted something. Yeah, you notice I'm not there, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just little chatting here. I'm just like. So you, yeah, you wake up next to Anastasia and she uh, she takes you to a coffee shop that she knows. I'm not a coffee shop, a pastry shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll buy her pastries. I'll buy her some breakfast. All right. It's four pence. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, so the next day is, is broken. I see. All right, I wander downstairs and have breakfast. Oh, oh. I'm telling Anastasia I'm heading back to that inn if she wants to come. Oh, Alexander said it was dropping or, by today. I don't yeah, know she, 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 she works like a, he he might she works somewhere else during the day, and she has like a Alexander. Alexander. Oh, okay. ah, kind of we met him last night. Day. All right, well. I'll what did you guys do last night? Goodbye to her then. for now. Okay. Not that you would care about, but while we were doing the thing that you wouldn't care about, we met. We ran into Alexander. And he said he'd drop by the inn and say hi. Hey, guys. And he knows a lot of things and a lot of people. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I also ran into that other guy that thought he might know that Slovenian man that might know a thing or two about what I'm looking after. So, what do you think is first on the docket? How soon is... Probably pretty early. I don't think he'd keep us waiting. So what's what's the plan for today? Uh, I'm waiting in the inn for Alexander's show. Then I'm going to have a brew with him. Then I'll help Zed do what he needs to do. Alright, oh, I'll hang but up. then you've got to pretend to be Caster so we can find the Archlumen and kill him. What? That's what do you mean, what? You knew that's why we came here. Oh, yeah, fine. Uh, I'm going to head to the Mage's College. Celestial College. Okay. This morning. All right. Well, before we get too embroiled in whatever it is, I'll hang out okay. till you over there. noon or wherever we're supposed to go. You're gonna hang out in the in the uh, garden. Then he agreed to meet us for breakfast, right? He didn't say. He didn't really say. He said, said he'd the next by. day. Uh, if he's not here by noon, we'll just miss him and go. And we can always rejoin with him, supposedly. We can leave a note with, uh, or we can tell the bartender innkeeper that we're expecting him. We can leave a message with him. I mean, we know which boat's his. Okay, so you kind of leave a message on what he looks like. Right. And, uh, okay. Okay, so, uh, so you're heading to the colleges. Where are you guys heading? Uh, he, he does not show up, uh, after a couple hours. I think we were continue. Okay, we were then continuing what we were going to do yesterday before the... Yeah, week. so I'm going to head you're, you're to... You're going to start looking for the... For the yeah, I'm going to head to the the information that I got about the Slovenian guy and oh, yeah. oh, what right. he might know. Right. 
Okay, so you head down there, and uh, in fact, there is a Slovenian man who, who runs this specialty store. Uh, and uh, so you want to kind of ask him about where, who, who other Slovenians are in the. Are yeah, I here. say I'm looking for this very specific kind of training. I feel like I'm drawn to this, and I'm sure you know of these types of people. I don't know if they are available in this town right now, and that's what I was hoping to help me with. Okay. Uh, he, he, I'm not going to go into like exactly what he tells you, but he gives you some tips of other people to talk to and kind of sends you sends you on your way, like what other you know folks are, uh, have kind of connections and, and things like that. All right. And so you go off and start to pursue some different leads. Yep. Okay. And if that means uh, Trix needs to split off, then... That's what that means, I guess. He'll make that session. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right, so you head over to the colleges. Uh, you want to go specifically to your yeah. uh, college, okay? Um, which is a little hard to find, but eventually... Uh, I've been there a few times before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it has this sort of sort of built like a spire, and you ascend the uh, spiral staircase that leads up to the main entrance. And... Um, uh, yeah, so you're you're greeted by an initiate there who asks you for your business and, and who you'd like to speak to and what you're uh, doing there. I say, um, greetings. Ask you to present your papers, I guess. You know, sure. You're I a wizard. Present my membership form. Okay. Um, Flash your Costco card on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I think it's valid for another month or two. Uh, anyway... Uh, I say, uh, greetings, yes, um, I don't suppose, uh, you've seen Hieronius lately. Uh, uh, Hieronius Blitzen? Yes. Uh, in fact, I have, he is, uh, he is in Altorf these days. He is in Altorf. Yes. Uh, is he in the college? Uh, let me, uh, check the ledger, looks down, he says, yes, he is, he is here. He is, um, would you, uh, be so kind to tell him that, uh, Nigel Lancaster is here and would like to speak with him? Uh, at early in convenience. Yes, Nigel the Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Nigel the Slayer. That was like session two when you like killed, killed his brother, right? <laughs> no, there was a, I killed like two or three beastmen. It was epic. Um, okay, so about uh, ten minutes goes by, and you're greeted by one Hieronius Blitzen. He uh, he looks uh, healthy, and uh, he seems very happy to see you. He says, Nigel, you've returned. I thought you might. Ironious. It's um, absolutely uh, wonderful to see you. It's well, been too long. We have much to talk about. Yes, Come on in. yes, we do. It's been an eventful few weeks. Let me tell you. Oh, well, he, he takes you into uh, kind of a small room just off of the library where one can speak privately, and he asks all about uh, what you've been up to in the last few months. All right, I bring him up to speed. You tell him the whole thing. Don't want to leave, any, leave anything out. Don't want to leave anything out. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I tell him we've got the warp stone still on the boat. Tell him about the cockroach guy that you hung out with and stuff. Yeah, I tell him about that. <laughs> All right. His mouth kind of drops occasionally as, as the story <laughs> progresses. Do so you have the warp stone on you? Or is it on, on, our, is it on our ship? It's on the ship, yeah. Uh, when you get to the, uh, the part of, uh, that you 
uh, dispatch to Telka, he claps you on the shoulder and he says, <laughs> bravo, bravo! And uh, he says, well, I, I suppose I owe you and your companions some, some money for this. I, I did promise it to you. Oh, yes, that's right, you did. <laughs> I think everybody forgot about that. Um, yeah, so he... But that's not the end of the story. Oh, and so you continue on, right? Yeah, and, right. Uh, yeah, his mouth totally drops open when you when you talk about uh, finding the warp stone and uh, and carrying it through the ceiling and uh, and and returning with it to Altdorf. It's, it's here in Altdorf. Yes, it's on the it's on the cover. Are you crazy, lad? Oh, it's it's in an it's in a lead box. It, it should be okay. But what if it was stolen? Well, that's what they have the guard for. <laughs> the guard, the docks are guarded, but. Not that well. Uh, do you have any other better ideas? I mean, I'd love to throw it into a volcano, but I, I, I don't know where one is. He scratches his head and he says, <laughs> hmm. Well, this does present quite a quandary. I, I agree with you. I don't, can't really say I know what to do with it either. Uh, I had thought of, like, sailing out to sea and dropping it over the side, but it's such a long way away. Is that that's a good idea? He says, you know... This is this is this is not something that can be taken lightly. I will have to bring this up with uh, with uh, everyone here at the college. We will we will uh, we will have a discussion. What to do with it? Yes, yes. Um, and uh, also, you should probably talk about what to do about the chaos cult that seems to have infiltrated Altdorf. I'm not saying they're responsible for the emperor's death, but it wouldn't surprise me. He says. Uh, I believe they're uh, headed by someone calling himself the Arch Lumen, a former university professor in Nuln, um, who uh, has since left and is now at large. I believe he's currently in Altdorf at present. He uh, he says, well, that's, I guess that's good to know, but uh, I have not heard any of this, so I, I, I don't know of any way to help you. Uh, uh, I, I think the Warpstone is most pressing. I mean, the... the uh, the death of Karl Franz is most disheartening, and I, I do think that um, this could destabilize the political structure here. But uh, oh, let me let me uh, take a different tack. Do you remember what happened uh, the other night? You know that big light in the sky. Yes, yes, uh, I do remember that. that. A massive explosion about a week ago. Chaos energy that swept over the land. Yes. Yes. Well, that was then. You you sure of that? Oh, that's what they said. It's all right here in this note. <laughs> He reads through the notes. Hmm. You, you remember, most, most disturbing. You remember Atalka, right? Uh, well, I'd never met her, but i yes, heard many things about her. Well, yeah, that, that's where we got the note. She was apparently a student of this Arch Lumen fellow, and mm. he claims that this, that um, chaotic energy in the sky heralds the end of the world, or at least the end of the Empire. Hmm. And well, considering the massive power that was displayed by that, um, I'm inclined to take his... Threat, take the threat fairly seriously. Yes. Well, we uh, we uh, hired a couple of um, of scouting men after that day, and we sent them north to determine what that was. Uh, they are on fast horses, and hopefully within a month or two they will return, and we will we will have better understanding. Also, there's I've been getting hints. I don't really know. I can't really say that this is confirmed or not, but. I'm starting to think there's probably a large army of something about to invade the Empire from the north. Hmm. Well, that would be uh, most disturbing. Well, hopefully our scouts will return with uh, with that information. 
I would just recommend making preparations to potentially evacuate if necessary. Oh, well, it's merely an inkling, you say. Hmm. I understand. Just, you know... Well, I will, I will, at, I will, least, think, I will least, think on at it. At least for your personal safety, you know, probably not something you might... Maybe tell a few trusted friends or whatever, but... Uh, not, I understand, not enough evidence to present to the college as a whole, but for your, for your own personal safety. Hey. No smartphone. Yeah, no, it's... Bad way, bad way. For your own personal safety, you know, you might want to think about what you would do if the city was under siege. He said, well, I, I do spend most of my time in the Southern Empire, so I guess I will hear word of it most likely first, before it falls upon my lap. But uh, I will think on that, good sir. Um, he uh, he says, I, I, will, I will call a meeting to order to see what to do about the warp stone, uh, perhaps tomorrow. Perhaps today. This is still morning, right? Yes. Yeah, it's still morning. This is most important. We, I, I will put out the word immediately. All right. Well, I'll probably be back at the boat, uh, since it does seem logical that one of us should probably hang out there in case something tries to steal it. I think it's likely. <laughs> well, now that somebody knows about it, besides the core group of yeah. us, now that you've like, you've la- I, the yeah, now that you've laughed about it, now that you've ruined everything. It's definitely going to get robbed now. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you blab about that to uh, Anastasia and your... Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, hey, babe, let's oh. check. We totally have a warp stone. <laughs> <laughs> Want to come see it? <laughs> come see my big warp stone? Okay. Uh, okay, is there anything else you wanted to discuss with them? Um, well, just along those same lines, have you heard anything specific about the Emperor's death? Well, uh... I'm not going to roll on the rumor table. He's not much for rumors. He says, I've heard repeatedly that it was an assassination. Who would want to assassinate the Empire? The Emperor. <laughs> the Empire. Mm, couldn't say, but perhaps the Ulrichians, they have been, uh, they've been uh, coming to arms of recently. I've heard of attacks, perhaps. have something to do with them. And what's this I hear about all of the electors being in Altorf? This seems like a most unusual... But yes, well, it's perhaps a strange coincidence that they're all here when the Empire ha- Emperor happens to die. Well, so the Emperor died while uh, uh, um, at the at the Volkschale. That's where the um, sort of, he describes it, it's like a meeting hall, think of the the, the Pantheon where they did that in in Greece. The anyway, the place where the they Imperial Senate. Yeah, the it's it's like this. It's the it's the place where everyone gathers to uh, the forum. Yeah, the forum. That's it. It's, he, he describes it. It sounds like the forum, <laughs> and um, he says that he was giving a speech when he was assassinated. That's what he's heard. That's what he, that's what he's come to understand. He was giving a speech. Interesting. Um, and, and the reason that how was, how the reason that the reason that the other um, ele- electors were were coming to Altdorf was because uh, because of his ill health he was going to uh, abdicate the throne for his heir and uh, allow his son to take over and so there was going to be some of a coronation ceremony and, and everyone was going to be there for that. But it got I see. Short. So this is probably still going to happen then. I uh, yes, I, I I when is it do you know when it's going to happen? He shakes his head. Probably hmm. worth finding out. Um 
Because that's why I know some things about politics, but mm, not everything. Have you heard about how he was actually killed? He he doesn't know. Because one arrow is not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it was an arrow, or if, you know, if he suddenly collapsed, or if somebody like ran up to him and stabbed him, or. Yeah, his fellow senators like circled around him and repeatedly stabbed him, and he lay bleeding out. Etu Bruce. <laughs> I'm just saying, you'd be nice to know. Yeah, but no, that's all the information that he has. Mm-hmm. All right. It just sounds to me like maybe he was about to announce somebody else, and they didn't want that. Uh. All right, I have a library book that I borrowed from this library. I will return it. Okay. You have Are you taking any training line? while you're here? Uh, training? I don't think so. You're not out of your career? Not even close. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm about halfway through. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm about it's halfway through mine as well. Like, I'm a the career is like 2300, and I just spent a whole bunch of experience learning Dodgeflow. Ah. Probably about 800 away. Oh, I'm way more than that. Well, you can also take the things you want and go to a different career. You don't have to take it if you don't want to exit. I want to exit the cap. Yeah. You guys are already in your second careers? Yeah. Mm, Bastards. So are you. You're in your third career. Yeah. No, we're in advanced and, careers, though. Yeah. He's still in a basic career. Well, Barber Surgeon is like an advanced career. No, Barber Surgeon got me this. some awesome stuff, but... Okay, uh, let's go back to... Uh, so I head back to the boat after that. Okay, let's go back it's to... The I tell her he can he can find me there if he needs me to, like... Our boat is, like, gone. If he needs like, to, like, call me as a witness for the meeting or anything. Right. Um, Where's Hyronius from, do you know? He's, uh, he's originally from... Uh, I don't, I don't know. I met him in Nome, I think. Was he a professor there? <laughs> no. No. You sure? He, yes. He's like a traveler. He doesn't really have a place he calls home. Um, anyway. Okay. Okay. So let's go to finding this vampire hunter. Um... So he had several leads, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to role-play out every That's lead fine. and every this and every that. You just um, want to do yeah, your what base Yeah, like what I'd like to do is, is everyone who's helping you, so that's the two of you, Yep. Uh, make gossip tests. All right. Gossip. I really try hard so I can learn this skill. <sighs> I fail. You fail. I saw you roll double eights. <laughs> no both people? Okay. Succeed with one degree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that means... I'm, like, hungover. I'm not really... And I did my, my own gossiping earlier, uh, so I don't right. know. Right, so, I'm not so gonna get what I'm going to do here. is... I'm going to give you a plus ten for having already kind of succeeded a bit, and I'm going to give you another plus ten for him helping you out. Cool. And so you'll have a gossip test with plus twenty to uh, help yourself with the, the, the death roll, the uber roll, to find your, to find your vampire hunter. That's that's my role, gossip role plus twenty. That's what you're doing right now. Okay. And give me your degree of success or failure. It does. It's, it'll help you. you it'll it. help you on the other role if you make this. 
Okay. This, uh, is not, this is not the Uber roll. No, I do need to fortune point this roll because you I can feel like, fortune point this. Yes. I feel like failing by ten degrees is is not good. Yeah, and, like you have four fortune. And points. I yeah. or not ten degrees. I mean one degree. Right. Because I do have a seventy-four. Right. You have so, seventy-four right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so my next oh, roll crushes. That's not that's six degrees of success, right? Yeah. Damn. Okay. Um, you get so you get plus so the, so the, way, so the way this works is you get plus ten for each degree of success to a maximum of plus thirty. So, uh, so you get plus thirty. Yeah. Okay. And, this and that's just it. Roll. Okay. So here comes the real Uber roll. You got to do this with dice. It's, okay. It's I'll with dice. give me a tens die that I can read. Okay. And, so, so you have one. you have rejected that die. Vampire hunters. You can use the evil pink die that will no, all the time. I'll take it. Okay. So vampire hunters are very rare. They're the bottom of this table. Uh, in Altdorf, very rare things are at forty-five percent. So because you crushed your previous roll, you add plus thirty to that. So you're at seventy-five percent. All right. So here you go for all the marbles. For all the marbles. <laughs> it's so hilarious. You are the worst roller yeah. in the history of this game. Pretty much. What did you need to roll? A 75, 75 and I rolled a 97. Uh, fortune point? That's unhappy. So, no, the only way I can find a vampire hunter in Altdorf, you're going to have to spend half a fake point to make that roll. Uh, it seems so worth it. Though. You just got to have a fake point. I know, but it's also at only half a fake point. I don't have... <laughs> the point is, I have to do it, because getting me the rest of the stuff that Vampire Hunter gets me, like parry... Well, I already have parry, but it gets me an extra attack. It gets me access to better equipment. It gets me... Like dodge blow. Dodge blow, yes. Gets me toughness. Hello? These are all really good things. That will mitigate that half of fate point. So I'm going to spend it. Okay. All right. So you're just about to give up when, uh, you know, you've exhausted, like, the very last lead. And well, and I must be getting tired because the last interchange like I you had basically with somebody... spend the entire day. You've, you've met every single person who's been to Sylvania and all of Aldorf at this point. And uh, just when you've, like, exhausted your, your last lead... Um, you you uh, you overhear a conversation uh, from from two people, and you hear the word vampire in it. What? All right. So I listen up more closely and see if they have more information, or do I just uh, feel like it's imperative to so walk you, over? So there's uh yeah there there you're you're like at a uh, a um like a bar. They're like standing up. You know, at the end of the bar, talking to each other. Does the guy fit the description? They're they're both wearing like full plate armor, except no, without the helmets. Uh huh. So you want to go? Yeah. Talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you no, want to no, no, turn around? I just spent half a fade point. But you know what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really that interested. Do something. All right, so, yeah. So you go talk. Say, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, Sorry for uh, eavesdropping, but uh, you seem to be talking about vampires, and I'm extremely interested in eradicating them from the planet. 
He says, uh, oh, well, well met, sir. Uh, my name is Walbrecht, uh, Walbrecht Lucas, and, uh, I'm a Templar. Um, he says, uh, he, he, uh, he has, like, these signs of Sigmar all over his armor. Ah, and Sigmar at best. These are my favorite type of people. I travel with a, uh, with a companion, Trax, who's a follower, and I've seen visions of Sigmar from... So he says, well, yes, uh, join us. Uh, we're, we're talking about uh, the old days when I used to uh, travel through Sylvania hunting vampires. Ah, wonderful. Yeah, so I'll join their conversation for a while, and... Yeah, and you're, yeah you spent all this time in Sylvania, so you have plenty of information to throw in. And I'll enlighten them as to my own plight. I'll, I'll you know, working it in uh, with the story. Yeah, you know, where I'm not going to, like, monopolize, it. but, like, yeah, mm-hmm. so my family started out like this. Me and my brothers were Right, so you tell them about the, uh, the incident in the cemetery and all of that. And then eventually running across my own brothers as I'm dead mm-hmm. and how I need to deal with that. And then... Uh, some more of my recent travails, but I touch lightly if they if they uh, pursue certain avenues, I'll still try to. I don't want to make it seem like I have a warp stone on my ship. If right, you leave that part yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. So, um, so you're kind of angling for to to he'll train you in uh, these ways. Yeah, I'm. I'm not, like, do you remember your vampire hunter training? Oh, like, I'm. Very interested. I've even got a, uh, you know, some of the weapons of the trade available to me here in this very bird. Okay. Uh, so he, um, yeah. So he uh, he offers to to train you. Um, he says it'll take you know a few days to uh, learn all of the basics, and then oh, did you money pay us by the way? Uh, yeah, twelve gold crowns apiece. What? So Sweet. he gave me. 48 gold crowns? 60, 60. right? 60. Yeah, because that would be... Man. I just don't mention uh, that Manny's not trying to get this anymore. Give Manny share. So we get 15 each. Are you actually going to give us the... Uh, I'll stick it in the party inventory until I see you again. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so he... Just watch... Yeah, he's, he's uh, uh, he offers you for you. And uh, make a fellowship <laughs> test. And um, given your story, I'll give you a plus 20. I mean, see fellowship on here. Oh, well, whatever. I don't have any of these. Plus twenty. Uh, plus twenty for uh, charm is fellowship. Twenty-nine plus twenty is forty-nine fifty-seven. Uh, zero degrees of failure. Zero degrees of failure. Okay. Um, he says yes. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be happy to train you. Well, perhaps we could start tomorrow. Yeah, I, I can start as soon as you're ready. I'm your apt and evil I, student. I do have some available time, perhaps uh, four gold crowns a day. Wonderful. Okay, he uh, he lets you know where where he's uh, where he stays at the temple, uh, the Grand Temple of Sigmar, and he tells you, but it's a big place. He tells you like where to find him there and what his name is and uh, like where he lives and stuff like that. Okay, uh, I say I'll see you. At the agreed-upon time tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, he tells you about, like, a training facility with a Templars, with a Sigmarian Templars train. It's kind of out behind the temple. There's a little field where people spar and things like that, but he'll meet you first thing in the morning. Well, and, you know, and uh, tracks, if you want to tag along, I'm not sure if 
you have any uh, training that needs to be done at a Sigmarian temple? This is something that it's your thing. I think you should do it. Okay. Uh, so then I uh, try to reconnect with money lender extraordinaire because uh, you already said you would loan me the money for uh, for the crossbow, but now I need twelve more crowns for the training. So I'm not sure if there's any company money I have coming my way or whatever. I'm just drawing on all my resources, basically, to get this done. All right. Do you eventually look pink to look for me at the boat? Because I'm not at the inn anymore. Yes. I, of course, go back to the boat. Do you let them know at the inn that you're headed over there? That would make an easy way to do it. Do I let them know at the inn? Yeah. No, I just head straight back to the boat. It would, it would be on my normal... I'm about the warp stone all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> it would be on my normal... <laughs> I wonder why. It's not guarding this night and day. Yeah. Just so like, I, I, like, basically, like, jog... Sage <laughs> is like, oh, there's nobody guarding that warstone. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> just like, like back. Yeah, exactly. Your normal <laughs> checklist for your car keys. What the I hell was I thinking? Like, yeah, what the hell was I thinking? That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, myself. well, <laughs> they aren't where they last said they would be. So okay, I go sure. check there we, first, and then yeah, I go back eventually, to the boat. Uh, track down them. Track them, track them down. Get your money. Okay. Um, all right, you're going to head over to the... Uh, uh, Alright, so I'm giving you the 15 gold crowns from the party and... And I need 12 and for the training. Okay, and I'll lend you the 12 Okay. from my own personal money. Okay, so I owe you 15... You owe me 12. I'm much richer now, but... Oh, I just owe you 12? Yeah, you owe me 12. Because I'm taking... And the, you're getting... I'm giving... I hand you... Uh, my party share. Yeah, I hand you 27 and I tell you that you owe me 12. Okay. In the meantime, myself. Okay, so you head head over to where the uh, the man who sells the repeating crossbow uh, has his um, specialty. Uh, oh yes, bow, bow holding my money pouch like this <laughs> against my chest, <laughs> keeping a close eye yeah. out. The streets aren't as crowded as they were yesterday, but there's still uh, kind of an air of tension as you walk through the streets. Uh, yeah, so you, you show up there, and uh, he, uh, what was his, his name? Assuming these I have no idea. I wrote it down. I doubt I did. He told me you wrote it down. I wrote down how much I paid him, not his name. Uh, he was going to charge you 120 It was 110 and you already paid 20 of it, so yes. you owe 90 right. I Yeah, Word sorry. Anyway, um, okay, so we are... It's still it's still there and ready to be purchased. You had it on layaway. I'm like, uh, kind sir. Did you ever expect to see this visage? You know, I wasn't sure, but uh, it's good to see you. I uh, I don't sell very many of these, but uh, but it's a fine specimen. Excellent. Well, uh, I'm. He says, I will show it to you one more time. And he, uh, he he kind of shows you how to load it, and he fires a couple of sh- practice shots at the wall, and uh, it's wor- looks like it's working quite well. Awesome. Do, do I take a couple of shots? Does he if you want to spend three times the money. Wow, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he allows me to take a couple shots. And, uh-huh. Yeah, and so I do, and those seem fine, I'm sure. Yeah, it looks like it's it's well made and it's working fine. It's not, you know, it's average quality, of course, but 
really aren't like good quality ones of these anyway. No worries. It's about as good as what you can make one. And box, uh, box, just to put binder. your mind at ease, uh, I'm going to take this off your hands mm-hmm. now. I'm ready to pay in full. Okay. He, uh, he counts all the money very carefully, like double checks it. To it. He, he even writes kind of like a little bill of sale up to, to, to sign to make cool. it very official. That's yeah, and I he, uh, tuck that away. And, and then I... he uh, hands it over. Awesome. I say, pleasure doing business with you... Sir. Sir. <laughs> he, uh, he nods and, uh, and uh, wishes you well and happy shooting. All right. Thanks very much. All right. So, repeating crossbow. I have one. By the way. You want to buy some bolts with that? Yeah, I will. Let me finish training. I'll, bolts come last. Bolts are easy. You're going to need some. Bolts are cheap. You're going to need some bolts for that training. Understood. Oh, I see. Well... Fine. Uh, you got uh, ten bolts there? Uh, he says, well, yes. In fact, you need to buy special bolts for this crossbow. You can't just buy any old bolt. Understood. Uh, because it's, it's basically a regular crossbow bolt, but it's a little bit... 20 gold crowns. But it's a little bit... Sh- <laughs> but it's a little bit shorter. And you can only buy them from me. <laughs> I'm like, yes! <laughs> no <laughs> Anyway, um... So yeah, he so he 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 shows that they're basically a regular crossbow bolt, but they're just a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. So you could buy a regular crossbow bolt and cut it yourself, or you could to buy his pre-made magazines? ones. That, yeah, or he or you could buy his pre-made ones. Well, I'm gonna need. He sells them at the regular price for crossbow bolts. Yeah, I'm gonna need at least three magazines, and then what I decide for beyond that is all. All right. So if you want thirty arrows, right. yeah, he sells them at the regular crossbow bolt price. I don't know what that is. Yeah, no How much are good. arrows there, Alan? You got the black bow. Oh. I don't know. Arrows are even in there. You don't need to look them up in there. It's not really a price guide. It's more of like a stat guide. Yeah. There's no it would have been with the arrows. I don't think it's in there. you got to look it up. In the red book. Okay, we're also, going. are there, uh, sort of out of game, uh, are there any rules for recovering uh, Two shillings for five. Um, if, they, if they miss, you can, like, you, can, you have a chance of finding them. But okay. if, they, if, 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 they, if, if they connect, you can't, you can't recover. So no, you yeah, I assume. So you get plus one attack with the repeater crossbow? Yeah. Pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, he already told me that. Yeah, you, uh, might, so you might want to write down its stats from from here. Actually, I'll get uh, four magazines out of the game. The binder. And I've got... There is in the binder. And I've got uh, 14 bolts left, so if I need to cut a few of these down, but... Essentially, I've got 4 by 10 right now, with 14 leftover arrows that I can potentially yeah. hack to... Um, yeah, he's, he, he, he goes to the back and he brings out the tool that he generally uses to saw them off, and he says, you can buy this for uh, 5 shillings. 5 shillings? That's a bit much. You make a hack test? Yeah, because I only have 4. Oh. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, evaluate. Uh, I failed with one degree. Um, you only actually have four. What are you talking about? You only have four shillings. Are you like to dump out your whole coin purse and there's only four shillings? Yeah, I gave him my last gold crown to buy the other four magazines. Right. He grudgingly accepts the four. Okay. Wow. Nice. Did you spend the whole gold crown on bolts? It's five shillings per magazine. You I said two shillings for five. Oh, two shillings. So a whole gold crown would buy you... No. Uh, 50 bolts. Probably more than you need. Uh, so per five, it's four shillings per. So he, he wanted thirty. So how much is that? He wanted thirty. So that's six times two. That's twelve shillings. Oh, okay. So never mind. I actually have shillings left. I'll buy the tool. Okay. Everything is fine. Yeah. yeah. So I had four. Four is eight. Minus another one. Minus five is two. Two left. Okay, got it. Okay, done. What are, what are, uh, what are you two doing with yourselves, Brutus and Chax? Uh, nursing my hangover. I don't know. I don't have anything planned on doing. Oh, waiting for Alexander, I guess. Okay. Oh, and yeah, I'll go uh, and Trax see the guy. Trax is going to the temple. Yeah, and I'll go and see the the trainer, obviously. Well, that's the next day. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, the company of Sigmar. So, um, um, okay, you you arrive at the temple of Sigmar. There's it's it's a pretty busy. Uh, He's been there. Before. Has it been like busy area? How many months or years of has time elapsed since this campaign? That's what we have a calendar. calendar on. I'm just wondering if we've like all aged uh, in here. It's been no, it's <laughs> two you're months. Like, you're like and the seventh season. A week. Oh, okay. Like, oh my it god! It started in spring. It's like summer now. Oh, okay. wow! It feels a lot longer than that. The months are a little bit longer than we're used to, so it, it's probably been roughly twelve weeks, ten to twelve weeks. Oh, okay. 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 So it's a it's a busy. Uh, Area. And he goes up to an acolyte and he says, uh, Greetings, I'm Brother Trikes, Khan. I'd like to see the Padre. The, okay, let's do the Padre. The head priest. Uh, the, the Grand Theologian, sir. Yes, <laughs> I, the Grand Theologian. As you might imagine, the Grand Theologian is quite busy. Um, I carry the Sword of Siegfried. I'm Brother Trikes, Khan. Whoa. Sword of uh, Siegfried? You don't know the Sword of Siegfried. What are they teaching the Acolytes these days? I can't say I know the Sword of Siegfried who? Well then, maybe you'd best tell the Grand Theologian that the bearer of the Sword of Siegfried wishes to talk to him. And it nods his head. He says, uh, well, why don't you wait over there? That's where, uh, there are a number of people who have been asking to see the Grand Theologian. And uh, why don't you sit there? I'll, 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 bring your, I'll bring a message for you. Fine. Okay, go have a seat. Yep. Sitting next to you is Father Russian. Father Russian! He looks over. Chax? Grand seeing you here! Wow, we are really busy. He says, I thought I would see you here. I knew it! I had a vision of you. 
You did. I did. I had a vision about the end of the world. I've had many of them. <laughs> <laughs> we are brothers. <laughs> he uh, he he he, uh, he clasps you on the shoulder and uh, he says, "Ah, uh, well, uh, yes, I I see. I've seen your future tracks, and uh, there's there's blood and death in it, and, and glory too." Glory for Sigmar of the Empire. Of course, I will. Well, I hope. Perhaps death, but but all men must die, and all dwarves too. What? I was hoping to find something out about this whole business with the priests of Ulrich. Do you know anything about it, Father? He says. Uh, he says. Um, well, I know that the. Uh, I know to stay clear of, of, of folks wearing wearing wolf clothing around here. But why? We should be fighting chaos, not other, not other priests and. Mm-hmm. Followers of Ulrich. He nods his they head. don't follow chaos, they just follow the wolf. He says, I agree, I agree. I, I, I do not know why all this infighting is happening. Mm. It has not been it has not been happening much in uh, in Bogenhafen. I believe, Father, that it is chaos trying to drive us apart so we cannot stand against them. He says, uh, well, come with me, we should uh, we should share a smoke. He pulls out of course. he pulls out a pipe that is in his cloak. I used to have a pipe. That might be not a character. All right, <laughs> I go like, with him. There's a. He says, I've been waiting a long time. Uh, I don't think uh, stepping out for a little while will be of any be of any problem. And he takes you. Uh, there's like a little courtyard, kind of in the center of, of this temple, with that's op- in open air, and uh, there's people kind of milling about. But there's some benches over to the side where uh, where you guys can sit. And he says, "Well, tell tell me about your travels. What what's happened to you?" Well, uh, Triax tells him about everything we did after Bogenhofen. <laughs> so, <laughs> the next day... <laughs> Alright, so you kind of, uh, you bury your soul. You kind of summarize everything yep. pretty well. Do you want to leave anything out? No. Nope. Both Triax and Nigel spend a couple hours doing the same thing. I bet you their stories are pretty different. <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're told like in completely different ways. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, like and Rosh- we still like have like Rashomon. And he finishes the story with, and we still have the accursed warp stone because I don't know what to do with it. Why don't you just? Why don't you guys just tell the whole town? <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. All right, it's only been a day. Give us some time. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, so uh, he says, uh, well. Uh, he says, gosh, I, I, uh, you know, I've heard so much about Warpstone, but I can't say I ever really thought it existed. It does, and it's able, mm. but I don't know how to destroy it. I, can't, I don't want to just drop it somewhere for someone else to find it. No, definitely not. Uh, you know, I can't really help you there. I have no idea. <sighs> I was hoping that you could. No. He says, but what I can tell you is about my visions, Yes. Would you like to hear about them? Of course! Your last vision has guided me well, Father. Ah, well, I had I had a vision of, uh, of a bunch of old men sitting around a, uh, sitting around a large circular table, and they were, uh, they were discussing things, and it, it, uh, it dragged on and on. It was a strange vision. But, but one man, he came, and he spoke to all of them at once, and... 
yes, and he brought he brought his son, and that is when I knew that it was Karl Franz, and that his son was Wolfgang, and he brought them he brought them before the older men, and he said that he would take off his crown, and he did, and he took off his crown, and he placed it on his son, but his son was not a man. His son was a green-skinned orc. A green-skinned orc, I tell you. I tell you that uh, that Wolfgang, he uh, he is he must be uh, some vile creature. Yes, but so I decided I would stand, for I was there, and I decided I would speak out against the injustice. But before I could speak, I felt a choking, and I fell to my knees, and. Soon I was, I was falling, and falling, and falling, and then I hit the ground, and I was in hell. Hell, I tell you! Hell! He starts to, uh, kind of shake, and he says, uh, No, but the vision didn't end there. No, in the depths of hell, a demon told me that, Russian, you, you are old and dead and useless, and uh, you, 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 you would be a martyr, but a martyr requires having a cause. And this demon, he told me, he told me that I was worthless, and he began to laugh at me. And uh, I woke up at that time, but I was choking on my bedsheet. It was in my mouth, I tell you. And <laughs> he says, he says, I, I tell you, it would be a horrible way to die, huh? Choking on one's bedsheet. I hope I have a more glorious death than that. <laughs> As do I. I'm, I'm not sure what I envy you or pity you. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly what I would choose for a mentor. <laughs> yeah, I wrote this is a little more straightforward, uh, a little more sane. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Whatever it is, the best He says, uh, "Ah, the second vision. In the second vision, I had it was about you and your companions. Yes, in in." And in that vision I had it not while I was sleeping, no. It was while I was praying to the great and mighty Sigmar, yes. And uh, I knew this vision was of utmost importance, yes. So, uh, I guess the vision, uh, uh, it was of all of you, except you were, you were buried under a pile of, of stone and rubble. And, uh, but you climbed out from under this mountain and you were, you were bathed in sunlight, except... Uh, you, you weren't the same as you are now. No, uh, you were the same, but at the same time you were different. Yes, uh, the 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 boy you travel with. Yes, he he looked older and wiser, and he he flew on the sky with wings that didn't exist. And uh, and yes, the uh, and, and the, uh, the the old man that you travel with. Uh, he oh, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, um. He says, uh, yes, he, uh, he, he was a hero, and he led an army thousands strong. And, uh, and, and the, the smaller man that you travel with, yes, he, uh, he, he held a bow so powerful he could kill a thousand men in a single stroke. Yes, and, uh, and Triax, yes, you were there too, but you wore no armor, no. Only Sigmar's blessing was your armor, and you wielded a mighty war hammer. So I knew that all of you were blessed. And you were here to so carry out Sigmar's will. Guess I get the sword. You had to throw dibs on the sword when he gets the war hammer. That's right. Wait. 
So he you starts repeating crossbow. And you're wielding a bow. So after after the after he's kind of concluded that part of it, um, he says, "Well, uh, I bet you're wondering why I am here. I actually was wondering that very thing." <laughs> Sure you were. <laughs> I think you would be like stunned for G six rounds after that story. Like I would be. I love that story. Um Okay, uh so he uh he, he explains why he's here and basically what, what happened is after he had that vision about uh Carl Franz and his his son who turned into an orc, um he he decided to journey to, um, you know, he, he said, he says that he, he took it to the leaders of Bogenhofen and told them about his vision, but it wasn't received very well. So he traveled to, um, the, the, uh, Baron's castle, which is, oh, a good journey from Bogenhofen, uh, maybe a week's journey from Bogenhofen. So he, uh, he traveled there. That's a uh, Baron Wilhelm. And if you remember, it was once upon a time, but I'm changing his name. <laughs> that is the cheesiest name in the history no! of RPGs or something. Yeah, I mean, it is, but... Uh, so anyway, he's now, he's now Wilhelm Sapon. We'll drop the extra syllables. So, Wilhelm Sapon, he, he, he uh, visited him to tell him of his vision. And uh, Wilhelm... He, he kind of explains a little bit about Wilhelm. He's, he's a pol- He has some, you know political aspirations, but he's really more interested in uh, hunting and, you know, just uh, uh, kind of living the good life of, of being a duke. And so he explained this, and, and, the, and but the duke was a pretty devout follower of Sigmar and, and was willing to listen to uh, the the high priest of Bogenhofen. And so he told him that, and, and he said, uh, so he wrote up this letter uh Saying that he didn't support the young Wolfgang because uh, Father Rothschild kind of convinced him of that, and uh, you know he said that he would he would uh, the letter says that he would support um, like a well a well-born son of the uh, of the Reichland is like who he would prefer, and it kind of talks about who he would vote for, but uh, basically it kind of a lo- it, it's uh, it has a proxy vote on there is what is a, kind of what the document says, and it's a vote against the uh, the uh, Wolfgang, the son, for taking over. And so, rather than travel all the way to Altdorf, um, uh, he entrusted Father <laughs> Rothschild the, the proxy vote. The Duke, the Duke handed him this letter and has, and has agreed to vote against and has agreed to vote against Wilhelm uh, ascend, 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 ascending the throne. Well, apparently, Father Rothschild he maybe hid his uh, problems a little better. Against, uh, with, hey, with he him. came through. It's He's not here. crazy. He just literally doesn't care about anything. He's like, just take this proxy vote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that sounds bad. What do you want me to do? Sure, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's Let me get back to hunting, okay? <laughs> come on, can tell me how that went. The election's in a year, <laughs> right? Yeah, come back after the election. <laughs> That's pretty much how he described it. Rothschild doesn't make it quite that, you know, lackadaisical. But uh, for the, the end, that is kind of the impression that you get. Uh, yeah, he... he, he, he uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's basically his story, and so now he's come here, and the um, uh, and so then um, he was going to see the 
grand theologian to tell him about his visions and to uh, ask for advice, basically. I think it's the grand theologian that should be asking you for advice, Father Benjamin. <laughs> That's very true. So, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so you're gonna, so he, he, so you guys finish your your smoke and head back into the waiting room. Yes, but it's important that we get this thing with Horik resolved. We can't be fighting priests of Horik, not when the emperor is dead and there's an army of Skaven coming down on us. He. Uh, I saw them myself. They overran Wittgendorf in one night. <laughs> and that's really difficult. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> you and Father Rosher should be overrun Wittgendorf in a single night. <laughs> oh, I actually have. Okay. Eventually, you guys are seen by the Grand Theologian, uh, but it takes quite a while. Does anybody else have anything they're doing this day? No, I mean, we're still, still there. I'm meeting yes, the guy there. the next uh, Chilling with Alexander. So I'm sitting on it. Okay, Alexander does eventually show up to the inn if you're going to... I'm like the only one there. <laughs> okay, you're the only one there. Uh, yeah, so he, he comes in, he greets you, and he... Uh, he asks you about your travels and he tells yeah, you. Yeah, I'll tell him about a little bit about the business, like where yeah, we've been going. We're <laughs> on the boat. There's a lot of I have to tell someone. Right in our boat. I know how to keep my mouth shut, okay. so I don't mention that. But I'll okay. mention like where we've gone, what we've been buying, what we've been selling, okay. stuff like that. Yeah, he uh, he's. I, I tell I tell him some good tips about like where what we found. He says, "Yes, people to know. It is a great. It is a great uh, place to sell <laughs> It's good. It's a good place to buy oil over here. We bought some wine over here. It's pretty good. Uh, he says, oh, I've never, I've never bought oil. I, uh, well, I if you're ever in I the neighborhood. Right. You've ever profit on oil. Oh, yeah. Very good profit. Okay. Can you lose something there? Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you lost. And I found it. Because oh. I'm that good. <laughs> okay. Um... All right, so eventually you guys are seen by uh, the Grand Theologian, and uh, you're taken you're taken kind of up this staircase, and there's uh, um, a large kind of audience chamber, uh, and there's some other people that you know he's busy talking to, and you guys are sort of next on this list, and eventually they move off, and you're escorted up to him. There's uh, armed guards all over this big room, uh, you know, sort of well you know armored Templars and things like that uh, are standing around. You're, uh, um, okay, so, he, uh, so Father Russian kind of starts off and start, he starts to tell him about his business and why he's there and that he, uh, he plans to cast the, uh, uh, cast a vote, um, against, uh, Wolfgang and that's, you know, he's been sent by the Baron to do that and that, you know, he's planning on attending the coronation ceremony, uh, and, um, he also he also tells uh, tells him about the visions that he's been having, uh, and uh, you know he, he's, you might think he might be dismissive about you know such a, a crazed man kind of talking about these visions, but he's really not that dismissive. But and, and he, his his reaction is uh, well, uh, you know, Father Russian, uh, not all visions are equal. You understand, and you must have the insight to know what vision should be acted upon and. What visions are symbols and are mm, more difficult to interpret? So, uh, 
And by the way, I should describe this guy. He's probably in his late, mid to late 40s. Uh, he's pretty, he's a pretty uh, virile, healthy guy. He has a, he has a small beard, and it, um, it's kind of black with, like, peppers of, of gray coming in here and there. Uh, and, you know, he's very well-dressed, and he looks very, you know, kind of regal at, at this, in this audience chamber. And, uh, and so at the end of it all, all, um, the grand theologian says, well, Father Russian, after hearing all this, what, what would you have me do? And uh, Father Russian says, well, don't allow Wolfgang to get elected. It's that simple. You can't allow him to be elected. And he kind of uh, strokes his beard for a second. He says, well, for the sake of the realm, we must have Wilhelm. Uh, sorry, we must have Wolfgang get elected. Do you understand? The, the, the infighting between our faction and that of the Ulrich uh, faction, it, it must be put to an end. And... Uh, I, I would I would be wary that a uh, that someone could be elected from the uh, group who are loyal to Ulrich instead. You see, the the, the Franz family has been uh, relatively loyal to Sigmar. They they have been um, they've been loyal followers for generations. Uh, Wolfgang is young. He is easy for us to influence. You you you, you do understand these things. Oh, sure. No, he is a hideous mutant. You cannot allow this. He will, he will send the empire into the, the depths of depravity. And uh, the uh, grand theologian has, mm, no, I, I, I have met uh, Wolfgang Franz many times. He, he is somewhat, uh, somewhat slow and a little naive, but uh, I can assure you, he's no mutant. I, 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 I swear on Sigmar, on, uh, on the high and mighty Sigmar, that he is not. Um, and for the sake of the stability of the realm, you, you must cast your vote with us for Wolfgang. You see, the ceremony is really meant to be a, a formality. His, his father named him heir, and we would show disloyalty by by not honoring him. Father mm. hmm, I see your points, but but my vision was strong. He turns to you, Drax. So what, what what do you say? Perhaps the vision means that Wolfgang is not an orc himself, but is being controlled by the forces of chaos. I trust the vision. We can't let Wolfgang tear the empire apart. But I also agree with the Grand Theologians. It will tell the Empire part if we don't elect him. It will not. We need to make peace with the followers of Ulrich and then have the election. Well, and I I spill out the four Ulrich badges on the table. I'm just like... Well, actually, I believe he's there. Oh, alone, just... Right. So, never mind. I'll... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just shut up. Um, so, uh, let's see. So the Grand Theologian says, well... A surely, the, surely you trust that the people will have faith in Sigmar and, and elect a strong follower of Sigmar who's not corrupted by chaos. Says, I, I can tell you, though, I've, I've met Wolfgang many times, and he, he, is, he is a little slow, a little naive, but he is, not, he, is no, he is no mutant. I think there are forces at play, Father, that are beyond our comprehension. He, uh, he strokes his beard for a second. He says, uh... A unanimous vote will show strength in Wolfgang. His, his decrees will seem to have more weight. He, he will be elected whether you vote for him or not. I, I can tell you, I've, um, I can I can tell you that uh, he, he he will be elected. I mean, I have spoken with the other with the others, and uh, uh, I am quite sure that he will be elected. But I want the vote to be unanimous. I want I want Wolfgang to have strength when he when he has a decree. It will have strength behind it if the vote is unanimous. So, Father Rapshun. 
Well, you must understand, which, whichever way you vote, it will not influence the final outcome, but it will give, it will give the empire more strength if you vote for him. And I'm sure that if, if Duke Wilhelm were here, and, and he knew of Karl Franz's assassination and the wild rumors and the instability of Altdorf, that he would, he would change his mind and he would vote for Wilke for the sake of the stability of the empire. I, 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 and besides, he's only filling out his father's term. It will only be one year before we re-elect uh, him again, if he, or we could elect somebody else if, if he shows a, a lack of integrity or something along those lines. When is this election going to take place? Uh, well, the, uh, the coronation of uh, of Wolfgang will happen in just a few days. A few days, you say? Yes. And you? We can. We will. If if you if you if his rule does not seem uh, does not seem good, we can re-elect someone else in just one year's time. Father Roshankana sits back and he says, "Well, uh, hmm. a year may not be as long as you think, Father. Did you not see the fire in the sky that swept across the land?" Uh he says, yes. How do you decide if this guy is a cultist or just an idiot? And did you not think it was strange that the fire in the sky coincided with the death of the emperor? I've got to think about it. Well, it didn't exactly coincide, but you're right, it was close. And you must, I trust Father Rafshan. And what will it take to convince you? Because we cannot elect him. Ah. Uh, we can and we will. Listen, I, I, uh, I, I, I must, I must lay down the law here as as the grand theologian of all of Sigmar, and I must say that this this is the way that uh, we shall proceed. I have spoken with many advisors, and we 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 have decided that we really need stability uh, first and foremost. I, I I strongly urge both of you to to fall in line here. I, Father Rafshan, we we cannot go against. The will of the grand theologian of Sigmar. He says, Father Roshan kind of says, Well, hmm, you. Well, I, I do not understand the ways of politics, and uh, clearly the grand theologian does. Uh, I, I, think, I think we should obey his wishes. I do as well. It is, it is always the way the empire has flourished. He, uh, he, uh, um, is knowing who the higher ups are and doing what they say. He says, uh, well, uh, Triumphs, he, he kind of turns, he starts to walk to the door, puts his arm around you, he says, would you like to accompany me for uh, the election ceremony? Of course I would. Well, very good, I believe I could bring a few companions, and I have none in Altdorf. Uh, yes, of course I will bring my companions, and you've already met my friend Zed, and I will introduce you to the others from the vision that you have also met. We've met him. That's right. He went with That's, us. Yeah, yeah, he, he went, actually he went, went with us on the, 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 the warehouse yeah. free. Yeah, he went with yeah. Yeah, the whole thing at the end. He was with you at, the, uh, at that final ritual, too. We're yeah. like, Most of us are here in town. <laughs> we were like, wait here. And then we got back, and I don't think he did. I don't remember. Anyway. All right, so the coronation is, or the voting ceremony is happening the same day? Uh, you said it was happening in a few days. Oh, so I have a chance to pick up some skills in those intervening few days. We'll see. We'll see. Wait, Trix wants to ask the, the Grand Theologian more about the feud with Ulrich. How did it start? 
Um, uh, he says it, it, uh, it's, it's been building. It hasn't, it wasn't there like a snap of the fingers that, um, started it. But basically there was like, uh, kind of tension and then the attacks and it just sort of built and built. And over the course of the last, oh, few months, it's really kind of come to a head and there's been just outright tension. There's been outright fighting. Uh, people have been burned at the stake. People have been hung. Uh, hmm. things like that. As the grand theologian, you've got to put an end to this. He he is really on board with that. I mean, he he thinks that's the utmost priority in the empire is is reuniting that, um, as well as stopping the um, the the fighting between the Ostlin and the Telemachland. That too. The Ostlin? I think so. Oh, is it Sterling? I I forget. Ostlin is huge. It was. Talbeckland has a big city in it. I don't think Ostland does. It was the Sterland and the Talbeckland. It's these two provinces. Oh, wow. It's still huge. Wow, it seems like the Sterland should just get crushed in that connotation. But I, d- I still don't understand. Why was this tension building? He he doesn't know its source. It, he says it it started in um, in the Middenlands, and that's where the Ulric uh, faction is the strongest and where it's worshipped the, the most. But it's kind of slowly spread out from there. Mm. I tell you, I think it's manufactured. There are elements of chaos in the Empire as we speak. In fact, I encountered an army of Skaven not just a week ago. And two weeks ago, you couldn't have even told me that Rathmen were real. But I tell you right now that they are. Uh, and they're here, in the Empire. He says, well, where in the Empire? Okay. They're in Wittgendorf, which I guess is technically their own province or whatever. I don't understand all of politics. But it's still the Empire. They're too close. Uh, he says, well, I, it's strange. I have not heard reports of this, but... Uh, um, well, There's consider that a report. <laughs> I would very, very well. It will be, it will be noted. You're and, about uh, to go down the dangerous line of, well, what were you doing there? <laughs> what, what were your goals? Like, yeah. uh, yes, he <clears throat> he uh, kind of motions to a scribe to kind of take down your what, what you've been talking about. In fact, it was in Wittgendorf that I was bestowed the Sword of Siegfried. Uh, so what's, the, uh, what's Siegfried's last name? I don't know. Just as sort of Siegfried. Oh, awesome. Siegfried, awesome. Give him a start. Wow. Your reference ability is amazing. Mm-hmm. She hasn't found it yet. No, I'm just saying. Siegfried von Castlewing. K-E-S-S-E-L Castle Ring Like Matt Castle Okay, so He says So he says uh, Siegfried? Siegfried won Castle Ring Ah, well He says Hmm He kind of thinks Rubs his beard for a moment And says uh, Yes, that name sounds familiar Uh, Down uh, Down the right a bit Uh there's a there's an old temple that he founded, yes? Yes. Uh, I was at that temple. Uh, it's near Wickendorf, isn't it? 
Yes, it is. Oh. Where the army of Skaven currently... Well, they're probably not there anymore, but they were just there. If you send someone to investigate the reports, I'm sure the villagers will tell you all about it. He says Except that. for there probably won't be any alive. You'll actually just see a battlefield of slaughtered people. With dead ratmen? Yes. Unless they cleared out all the, all the corpses. In which case, it will just be a desiccated town with nothing but the dead. Uh-huh. He says, uh, well... Possibly vampires. Uh, we will keep our eyes and ears open for this, yes. Is there anything else you want to bring up with him? No. Okay. Uh, all right. Are you going to head somewhere else? Uh, we'll see you at the election ceremony, Father. Okay. He uh, bids you farewell. Perhaps uh, myself or or Father Rafshan could lead the congregation one of these nights. You said to an acolyte or something? No, I say to the, the Grand Theologian. Oh. To lead what? Lead the congregation in the temple. Oh, to, like in, in a, prayer. prayers or something like that? Yes. Uh, make a We're in mass. Sigmar's bomb, just go and tell the people. <laughs> They're going to love it. <laughs> he says, ah, well, you, 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 you need... Uh, Good bit of training, sir, to uh, to lead to lead the masses successfully. Uh, perhaps you could uh, stay and study for a few days, and then uh, and then you will know a prayer. And then you can we will bring you up for a single prayer. Uh, very well, Father. Sigmar, be with you. All right. Do uh, you want to learn some prayers? Some oh, of course. Theology. Uh, all right. An, an acolyte uh, gives you. Yeah, we can write. Nope. No. <laughs> An acolyte will uh, help you memorize a uh, a, uh, a prayer, and uh, you can make an intelligence test. I got the gist of it, don't worry. Did you make it? Nope. <laughs> How's you memorize, like, this prayer? You're not, like, getting it for How about this other one? It's, like, four lines. It's like, you, you get this one pretty quickly, and he says, uh, all right. So he, he tells you, like, in, in three days that uh, that that prayer will be said as part of the ceremony. Ah, oh, very good, very good. <laughs> That's awesome. I got the gist of it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Those oh, prayers, no. they, they all say the same thing. Requiem. You know, Sigmar, Sigmar's good, chaos is bad, you know. Yeah, the Empire rules. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, um... So you uh, you want to head back to the to the inn, or where are you headed to? Uh, yeah, I go back to the inn. Okay, uh, it's getting towards evening time. Uh, I guess Bruce and uh, and Alexander are there swapping stories about uh, what's been going on. Yeah, I tell them how I like single-handedly like killed like three zombies like the other day. And like rescued these guys from a giant hulking zombie monster, which is basically true. <laughs> I think better about telling the story well, I, about I how I you zombies the other day, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, now I'm not tell that story. Like, her head explodes as you like roll like a super, yes, a super a luxury. I give the super intent, yeah, the super specific details and blow by blow accounts of our fight with the top gun. I'm okay. like, I drank a couple of potions, and apparently they did nothing. <laughs> 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 All right. So yeah, okay. So you guys all about how we stormed the castle and like successfully like like took out their evil ruler and like 
brought peace to the land. Uh, I don't mention any skating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's us and the small band of rebels. Because I've totally overthrew that. Oh, well, if you want to use your own, that's fine. Jeez, I know. 98. I knew that was going to happen. He starts to laugh at you and he says, Tall tales again, eh? Tall tales again, eh, Brutus? I believe one third of your story. So that is some sort of consolation. I see with stories like this how you went home with anything. <laughs> but she, I did not be convinced quite as easily as uh, women, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Alexander. Yeah, who did you go home with last night, Alexander? No, I'm just kidding. I don't say that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so he also tells you that uh, he's leaving town tomorrow. Oh, okay. Then we should definitely party tonight. But uh, but yeah, he's uh, he says uh, that there's still a third of that of that. Uh, Large container of vodka that's uh, still back at it. That's been since taken back to his boat. He says, uh, "Is uh, yeah, perhaps they bring it here and we will drink here tonight." Is what's her name still on your payroll? Uh, what was her name? Sort of the S. I won't. I'm hurting my head. Uh, let's see. Is she still on the payroll? Uh, yeah, she's back on the boat. Oh, okay. Tell her I said hi. Okay. Alright, so the, uh, the, uh, evening rolls around, um, uh, the, his, he, uh, he goes back to his boat at some point and brings back the cask of vodka, and, uh, you guys have another fun night of drinking, except this time it's... Is there any curfew tonight? Uh, yes, the curfew is still enforced. Oh, okay. Um, and again, I'm not there. Oh, okay. Oh, you're not at the end tonight? No, I'm on the boat tonight. Oh. I guess and we have to, like... Night until the warp stone is not on the boat anymore. Do we have to, like, pay more tonight? Uh, yeah, we have to pay another gold. Do I guess we have to do it since you're not there? Oh, for the... I was talking about the docking fee. Yeah, you guys will have to buy in-rooms on your own. Okay, how much is a in-room? Uh, nine gillion? Oh, per, then I'm room? sneaking back Nine to shillings per room per night, and it includes your meals, generally. Okay. I'm sneaking back to the because well, I'm per. I got paid for that yesterday, so I guess I'll pay my own myself tonight. I'm going to sneak back to the boat, use the, shower, or use the shadows, alleyways. Okay, I mean, there's not I mean, so And you're sleeping on deck these days, right? <laughs> no cabins for you. Why? You have, you have, you have, um, These cabins are pretty small. I'm just saying. Yeah, you have, you have a minus ten to your uh, your mental characteristics when you go below deck. If that means I can't sleep, then that's what it means. No, but I, I need a place, and I'm not crashing out. No, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can go down. I'm just saying, if it's not, I think you're, you're probably sleeping. You're, on you're one, you're one insanity point from the from the highest part of of the insanity, which is that you would need to make a willpower test to go below deck. Understood. But you're not there yet, so you can go below deck. Why aren't you staying in the end? You can just pay the for it. Oh, I just paid for the whole room. Okay, then I'll stay. All right. I tell you that you I ran into Father Robson and that we're going to the election because he's casting a proxy vote and he wants us to go. Awesome. I'm totally down. Thanks for the room. Okay. Uh, so uh, 
you guys partied up hard all evening, and um, with, with that, we'll have to wrap this up. All right.